With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Race Day Live on Downforce UK. Brought to you by Clapham North MOT, Motorsport Days Live, Stopwatch Hospitality and Trade Price Cars. Welcome back to Landau for the first round of the 2018 Biralart UK Series. Jake Sanson here with all of the action as it happens, with the cadets getting out onto the circuit once again after a rip-roaring first heat of the weekend. It's going to be an absolutely terrific weekend of racing, continuing on here with just two races to go for each class after the earlier heat in which the fantastic Ellis Stevens reigning champion swept on the inside of Nathan Ty and sprinted for the line in a photo finish that's ended with the uh, young Ella Stevens reigning champion 0.011 of a second ahead of Nathan Ty for the victory. And it's going to be an absolutely fantastic second race of the weekend for them. The pre-final, which will give us another indication as to who's got the best of the rest of it uh, over the course of the next few uh, races. So uh, we've got the second run of the grid, and that is uh, Oakley Keatley. Uh, in there behind, uh, alongside Charlie Humphreys, of course, Jamie Gurney and Max Fraser on the third row of the grid, Dylan Briley and Ryan Smith on the fourth row of the grid with Kylan Ingram and Aidan Hassan finishing off the grid. And is it going to be a green? Yes, it is. It's a cracking start from Ellis Stevens and Charlie Humphreys breaks straight through and into second position. And there's contact as Nathan Ty keeps his foot in. Kylan Ingram goes off the road and rejoins in about fifth or sixth position. Dylan Briley's gone as well. And there's a few of them that have ended up collateral together there. At the Dell, at the hook, sorry, for the first time. A very controversial start to this race as Nathan Ty keeps his foot in with Charlie Humphreys trying to go around the outside. And Humphreys is ended up tipped into a spin. Now, I'm fairly sure there's going to be some conversation about that one, but all of that means is that Ella Stevens finds herself in the lead of the race from Nathan Ty and Oakley Keatley in third from Jamie Gurney and Max Fraser, who's up into fifth position, the leading rookie. If you've only just joined us on the live stream or on Downforce UK Radio, cracking action as Fraser now goes for fourth position on the inside of Raymond's. Jamie Gurney hangs it out there. He's not going to lose the place if he can help it. Now Kylan Ingram and Ryan Smith are getting in the action as well as they tag onto the back of Fraser. Then it's Hassan, the 49 in there of Scott. And then Archie Heron as several drivers trying to work their way back through. Charlie Humphreys is down to 18th place as a result of all of that. So a big, big moment at the start of this race then in the pre-final of the cadets as Charlie Humphreys is tipped into a spin and all sorts of carnage ensues. Several drivers going off over the grass at the hook for the first time. But out in front, it is Ellis Stevens being chased down by Nathan Ty. So the roles are reversed from the last race. Oakley Keatley is in third position. He's gone with them. And then in P4, it is Jamie Gurney in front of Max Fraser. Fraser's got a good line out of the final of the parliament turn as they go down the hangar straight. This time, Fraser wants the place and Kylan Ingram's going to try and get air on the inside as well to move up into fifth position. But Max Fraser's got Jamie Gurney helping him out. 
So up into P4 goes Max Fraser. The rookie is in P4. What an amazing run this is from Max Fraser today. He is absolutely on it. Ella Stevens leads the way from Nathan Ty and Oakley Keatley, but Max Fraser is in P4. The novice has come in for this first season. They were absolutely addicted to the academy last year. Max Fraser and his brother Jake, and now Max is in P4 in his first meeting in the cadets. We have got ourselves a little superstar here. Fifth place, Kylan Ingram. Jamie Gurney in sixth place. So he's lost a couple of places, but now Ryan Smith is in there behind as well, looking for a move. Can Ryan Smith get the job done on Jamie Gurney? He's going for it. As Kylan Ingram has a go at Max Fraser. Ingram gets up in a fourth position. That's where he will want to be. Brilliant move. And still Max Fraser hunts him down around the outside and gets the place back again. Max Fraser's not driving like a rookie. He is driving like an established guard. Brilliant. Meanwhile, Nathan Ty has caught up to Ella Stevens as they run onto the far side of the circuit through McQuirters. Nathan Ty right on the back of Ella Stevens, and Ingram's now through in a fourth position on Fraser. Fraser stops Gurney coming through, but Smith is going to have a go at Jamie Gurney. And catching up to all of them is Aiden Hassan. Hassan's going to try and move up. And that's Fraser back on the inside of Ingram to take fourth position back again. Now Ryan Smith is along the inside of Jamie Gurney. Smith is through in a P6. Good move there from Ryan Smith as he gets himself up into six at the Dell. Brilliant racing in the second of the cadet races this year as Kylan Ingram makes the move on Max Fraser again into Raymond's. Can Fraser hold it round the outside and cut back on Kylan Ingram? No, Ingram's going to get the place this time. Fraser's still there in B5 from Ryan Smith, Jamie Gurney, and Aiden Hassan in eighth place. Then it is young Craig Evans in ninth from Archie Heron and Jamie Scott. Then it's uh, well, that's then going to be Ali Hassan from Callum Lockett, Charlie Humphreys and Lily Jeffs from Dylan Briley, and then Josh Turnbull, Chase Sharp, Hudson Cross, and Jamie Warner. What terrific race action this is, as Ellis Stevens still battles away with Nathan Ty. Nathan Ty's caught him right up. Uh, Nathan Ty's caught her right up, I should say. Sorry, Ellis Stevens. I'm so used to the previous race when Nathan Ty was being caught by Stevens. Now the roles are reversed as Nathan Ty catches right up to Ellis Stevens into the hairpin. She knows exactly where to place the card. She's not looking back. She's consistently looking forward as Nathan Ty has caught her right up. But there is still a good battle to be had. And if these two tussle, Oakley Keatley is right there for the taking. Ingram's now through to fourth. Up to fifth. He's going to go. Oh, contact between Hassan and Gurney. Hassan and Gurney come together. And Jamie Gurney's really annoyed at that because he was side by side with Smith. And Hassan just put himself onto the inside. And unfortunately, there was not enough room for all of the cards to go together. And now Ryan Smith makes the move on Max Fraser. So Ryan Smith is now the leading rookie. Great racing all around the circuit. Once again, as now Nathan Ty has caught right up to Ella Stevens. Is he going to make the move on her down towards Raymond's? Ella Stevens looks back. She knows it's coming. Well, no, Nathan Ty's going to wait. I think Nathan Ty's going to do to her what she did to him at the end of the first race. Just try and overtake her in the final bend. And sprint to the line for the victory for pole position for the final. So Nathan Ty working his magic at the moment on the back of Ella Stevens. And there's a little bit of a contact further back. That's two carts coming a little bit too close to each other. I think that's Ali Hussein trying to make a move on the inside of Josh Turnbull. And not quite getting the job done. Easy mistake for the rookies though. But the rate of progression of these rookies this season is terrific. Meanwhile, Kylan Ingram has got himself further up the field. He is now up at a fourth place ahead of uh, the battling Fraser and Smith. Those two still battling to be the best rookie. 
Terrific stuff from these guys as they continue to charge away. Nathan Tai still holding on to the back of Ellis Stevens for the lead of the race, not going for the move yet. Third place Keatley, fourth place Ingram, and now Ryan Smith in front of Max Fraser again. And then Aiden Hassan's gone with them. So Hassan trying to get the top five. That would be a great result for Aiden Hassan to break the top five in the first weekend of the season as Aiden Hassan continues to push after the two rookies, Ryan Smith and Max Fraser, going full guns blazing. Hassan in there as well. Then Jamie Gurney has recovered to eighth place ahead of Evans and Humphreys. Archie Heron 11th from Dylan Briley and Callum Lockett. Ali Hussein, Lily Jeffs, then Jamie Scott, Josh Turnbull, Chase Sharp, Hudson Cross and Jamie Warner. So Ellis Stevens still hanging on in front of Nathan Tyres. They go into the Dell, right Left, and then right. This time, Nathan Ties a lot closer to Ellis Stevens than he's been before, but surely not going to make the move yet. They're going to stretch out that gap and push further away. Nathan Ty works with Ellis Stevens. They're just trying to get away from Oakley Keatley. He knows that there's no point going for the overtaking move until they get into the penultimate lap, and we're not quite there yet. Oakley Keatley, third position. Fourth, Kylan Ingram. Fifth is now Smith in front of Aiden Hassan and Max Fraser. So Hassan's made the move for B6. Good work there from Hassan to get himself into the top six and chase down Ryan Smith. Jamie Gurney's going pretty quickly, driving angry, clearly. is helping his pace because he's getting some fast laps in at the moment. 51 nines at the moment, so getting closer to the guys in front. Aiden Hassan's on about a similar pace. So great stuff and magnificent battling at the moment. And still these two battle away. Ella Stevens and Nathan Ty. They come onto the hangar straight once again. Nathan Ty will work with Ella Stevens to get away from Oakley Keatley. No overtaking moves yet. Into Raymond's. And now we've got two minutes 25 plus one lap left of the race. Oakley Keatley staying comfortably in third position. It's going to be his first top three finish in the cadets since joining the championship last year. He was the rookie champion in 2017. Now he's a race winner contender. How about this battle for fifth position? Ryan Smith, Aidan Hassan and Max Fraser. Two rookies and the man who was fighting to be lead rookie last year and did it on a couple of occasions through the season. So Aidan Hassan battling away with these two young talents. Ryan Smith in fifth position and in behind him, that is Max Fraser. So it's a rookie sandwich at the moment. Aidan Hassan is the meat. Down into the right-hander. And down the Spitfire straight, up towards the Dell once again. Hassan's got big pressure from Max Fraser. Fraser's giving him a lot of aggro. Into the Dell once again. Fraser's not quite close enough to make the move on Aiden Hassan. No change between Stevens and Ty at the front. Don't worry about them. They're still stretching out the advantage. A minute and 25 to go. Getting towards the business end of this race. But there's going to be one more lap at least for these guys before they start battling. Because we're going into the penultimate lap next time around. And they will know that. So still these two continue to race out front. Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens. They're currently chasing down the 101 of uh, Jamie Warner. It looks to me as though we've had a retirement. And that looks to be Josh Turnbull. Either that or he is, uh, has he just been lapped by the leaders, actually. He might well have been lapped. I uh, can't see him anywhere out on the circuit. So I think that is where it's gone. Nathan Ty's got the lead. I didn't say where Nathan Ty got through, but Ty's got through into the lead on Ellis Stevens. So Nathan Ty made the jump. And now we've got two laps to go. Two laps to go for Nathan Ty and Ellis Stevens with Ty this time out in front. So Ellis Stevens is going to have to play catch up now. I think Nathan Ty was hoping to use the back marker to try and slice in between the two of them. But Nathan Ty looking for his first win of the season. 
Ella Stevens is still there in second place, though, hustling once again. It's just like it was last time round. But last time, Ella Stevens got the jump on Nathan Ty and managed to get the overtake. There's a great tussle between the rookies further back as we've got Evans fighting away with Ali Hussein, Lily Jeffs and Jamie Scott. They're having a great battle. Meanwhile, Nathan Ty is getting held up behind one of the back markers there. That's the 100 of Hudson Cross. They just about get out of the way, but Ella Stevens has got right up to the back. Nathan Ty is going to have to defend here. Out of the hairpin, Ella Stevens is going to try and cut up the inside and get him back. But now we go into the last lap. Oh, no, we don't. We're going to get two laps to go, I think. No, we are going to get the last lap board this time by, I think. Well, I'm not sure because we didn't quite have time out. So I think we're going to have one more lap of it. Yes, we are. So, oh, this is the last lap, we're being told. So this is the last lap. Okay, so Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens will fight on into this final lap. And look what Ella Stevens is doing. She's sizing herself for the same move that she pulled earlier. Can she do it again? In the final hairpin, Nathan Ty trying to go defensive in the Spitfire straight into the Dell. He's hanging on to it for the moment, but as they come out of the Dell, onto the hangar straight, this is where Ella Stevens got him last time, but this time he's a little further in front. Surely this time Nathan Ty's going to get the job done. Out of the final turn, the checkered flag is ready to fry, and this time Nathan Ty does it in front of Ella Stevens. Terrific work. Third position is going to be Oakley Keatley. Fourth place is going to be Kylan Ingram in front of Smith and Fraser from Aidan Hassan. Another top six finish from young Max Fraser. But the first rookie home is Ryan Smith. Great result for him to be up in the top five. Two rookies in the top six is a great start to the season. Aidan Hassan seventh from Jamie Gurney and Charlie Humphreys. There might be some words later. But Dylan Briley is 10th. Archie Heron 11th from Callum Lockett. Uh, Craig Evans. And then it is Ali Hussein from Jamie Scott. Lily Jeffs. Hudson Cross. Chase Sharp. And Jamie Warner with the retirement in the end for Josh Turnbull. And it's a real shame for him because Josh Turnbull has been working very hard all weekend. There's your result. Nathan Ty from Ella Stevens, Oakley Keatley, Kylan Ingram, and then Ryan Smith rounds out the top five. Max Fraser, the young rookie, is in there as well from Aidan Hassan and Jamie Gurney. And then we have Charlie Humphreys and Dylan Briley rounding out the top ten. From Archie Heron and Callum Lockett, Craig Evans and Ali Hussein. Then it's Jamie Scott, Lily Jeffs, Hudson Cross, Chase Sharp and Jamie Warner. With the retirement from the race, Josh Turnbull. But it's one apiece now for Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens. They have a victory each and a second each. Their final battle will be the one for the final later, which will determine where they end up finishing the entire race meeting. It's going to be a very close one and very good stuff. Great battle between Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens, and it's only just getting, it's only just getting hectic at the moment between those two. We've got the drivers for the juniors waiting, ready to go. And that is going to be the next race out on the circuit. And I'm getting very excited about who's going to win that one. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jack Villeneuve. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. So time to prepare for action then in the Birolart Junior Championship, having had a cracking race earlier on. It was Callum Gunning who stormed through to grab a famous victory in that uh, first race after his superb move into the hook for the first time. Really exciting stuff and uh, great to see the guys doing so well. Uh, for those who are rejoining us on the live stream provided to us by Alpha Live, well done for tuning in. Hello and welcome. 
We've still got uh, cracking races to go. We've had two of the cadet races, and it's a win apiece for Ella Stevens and Nathan Ty, uh, with the, both of them finishing second to the other in each of the races as well. But we now have the junior race coming up. Do keep your messages coming in. Good luck to Scott Huntley and Louis Ross. comes from Catherine Huntley. Do keep on sending in your messages of good luck. It's going to be a really exciting battle for uh, the supremacy in the junior championship, especially after such a great race from uh, Callum Gunning in the earlier battle. He had a cracking race and a great uh, tussle into the hook to go round the outside. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In that first chicane to manage to grab the lead off of Joe Sheppy, where he almost dictated the race pretty much from there, actually. He had a great run in front of Sheppy and hung on in front of Scott Huntley, who came home in third position behind Joe Sheppy. But there's great racing still to come. Connor Brown found himself up in the top four as well. He now lines up on the second row of the grid alongside Scott Huntley. So there's some uh, great battles to come uh, over the course of this junior race. I'm going to see if I can find out uh, what sort of positions uh, we're starting in now. Because I gather there was a post-race uh, investigation into uh, a couple of the drivers to see if there might be a look at the uh, starting grid for uh, the juniors, which I think the results were slightly amended uh, from the uh, previous junior race. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, we will find out what the uh, final confirmation is very shortly. But we know for certain that Callum Gunning uh, keeps his victory at the top from uh, Joe Sheppey, with uh, Scott Huntley still there in third position. It was... Uh, well, let's uh, just find out what the uh, grid for the next race is going to be, because I think it's slightly different from when they crossed the line uh, last time by. So Callum Gunning and Joe Sheppey uh, Scott Huntley and Harry Graham are on the second row of the grid. Uh, then it is Toby Baudry and Connor Brown. So I didn't see Harry Graham's cart uh, tucked in there behind uh, the man in uh, first position, but he is meant to be there. Uh, then it is Nicky Taylor and Ben Gartside on the fourth row. And then we have uh, Dylan Reed and Sam Cunliffe on the fifth row of the grid. Then it is Tom Davison and Tom Harvey that will be on the sixth row of the grid from Louis Ross and George Whitehouse. Uh, then it is the first of the rookies, Lewis Berry. Uh, then it's Zach Parkinson from Morgan Cole, Alicia Parmowski, Jack Rigg, VJ Ramlal, and Connor Stanton, who unfortunately uh, failed to finish the race in what is turning into quite a difficult weekend at the office for the returning Connor Stanton. It's great to have him back in the paddock once again, but uh, a real shame that he's not higher up the order. Here is the confirmation of that uh, Junior 100 pre-final grid we were talking about after a fantastic race earlier on. Callum Gunning going around the outside of the hook to hang on in front of Joe Sheppey to take the lead on the very first lap of the race. And that's how he got the victory from him. Second on the grid, Joe Sheppey, though. Perfect start to the season. Very nearly 
And he's got another victory up his sleeve, no doubt. Scott Huntley and Harry Graham on the second row of the grid. Two drivers we thought would be gunning for the championship. They'll both have been a bit surprised that uh, Gunning and Sheppey have shown them a clean pair of heels so early on. Uh, Toby Baldry and Connor Brown right up in the sharp end on the third row of the grid from Nicky Taylor and Ben Gartside. And then we have Dylan Reed and Sam Cunliffe rounding out the top ten as well. Then it's the Thomases, Davison and Harvey, both doing a cracking job. Harvey, of course, in his first meeting as a junior, having been the vice champion of cadets last year. And then we have Louis Ross and George Whitehouse, the name's so long it can't quite fit on our uh, Junior 100 pre-final grid slot. Uh, Lewis Berry and Zach Parkinson in there on the eighth row of the starting grid as well. And then just in behind them, we have in 17th place on the grid, Morgan Cole. Uh, not the best weekend in terms of pace from his point of view. He could have had a little bit more, but at least he had a good birthday celebration yesterday in which I almost ate everything. Uh, Alicia Palmowski lines up on the same row of the grid as Morgan Cole, uh, quitting herself well as the second best rookie so far. And then we have Jack Rigg, Vijay Ramlal and Connor Stanton. The engines go on up at the dummy grid, I do believe. So it's not going to be long before we get started with uh, more race action here at uh, Landau. So that is your starting grid in about uh, 60 seconds time or so. The uh, racing will uh, commence once again for these guys after what has been an absolutely cracking start to the weekend and a cracking start to the season as well. We've had uh, four different race winners from the first four races. Uh, Of course, three different classes, so that's natural. But it's always good to see a different spread of winners. Can Callum Gunning make it two out of two? Or will Joe Sheppey pull the same move on him uh, as was pulled on him the race before? It's going to be very exciting from here on in. And obviously that cadet final grid... We're going to have some uh, very exciting stories to tell. So, drivers sat at the dummy grid waiting to go. The yellow cones in the middle, obviously separating them from their individual sides. And that is the half past one mark, so it will not be long at all now before they get sent out onto the starting grid. Half one is the time designated uh, for these guys to go out. So uh, we will get the signal that all is clear around the circuit. We just have to make sure, because obviously there's been a couple of... uh, Uh, moments through the course of the race so we've had to make sure that everything is uh, all clear and all marshals are back in their positions of course as well because once they are back in positions then we can get the racing going once again but great racing absolutely terrific start to the season and uh, we always know that Birrell Art UK series is going to deliver for us spectacular motorsport and uh, it does it every single time And we always seem to be surprised as to just how good it is. But we have to remind ourselves that it's always this good. And it always raises the tempo big style. But Gunning and Sheppey on the front row, I think both of them are just as surprised as everybody else that they are that quick first out the blocks. Because uh, there's so many drivers in this field. And all of the uh, seeded drivers going into this field were obviously, on paper, the favourites to make this uh, victory the first one of the season their own. But, uh, of course, they've obviously got... uh, Different agendas, they've got different setups, different drives, and they're all going to want to try and go for that first victory of the season. So for Gunning and Sheppey to pull one out from underneath the sleeves of Graham, Huntley, Baldry and Taylor, the uh, seeded drivers, has been quite a shock to the system, I think. And it's a pleasant one. Let's not uh, forget about that. It's good to see that there's different names at the front of the field in the new season. But it will make the championship battle particularly intense and exciting. So for Callum Gunning and Joe Sheppey, keep up the good work, boys because it's a perfect start to the season for both of them. And in this uh, very competitive field, uh, from uh, Callum Gunning right at the front all the way back to Connor Stanton, there is an incredible crop of talent this year, amazing array of drivers who have been absolutely sensational in the first race of the season for the juniors. Now we're going to the second race of the season for the juniors, 
and it's going to be just as intense, if not more so. So we're just waiting for the all clear, and then when we get the all clear, we're going to get the uh, green flag waving at the end of the pits, and uh, that will get racing underway. I apologise, by the way, for not running down to uh, uh, go and interview the drivers on the uh, end of the dummy grid. I probably should have done, but uh, it's uh, all a little bit uh, tight in terms of schedule, and we're trying to make sure that everything is A-OK. We're still uh, trying to sort out the... uh, Slight hiccups and teething problems we've had in a couple of different places around the circuit. But all is uh, fine and dandy for the moment. And uh, race director there, Matt Daniels, just trying to make sure that everything is A-OK. And uh, obviously when all is correct and all is adhered to, uh, then we can go racing here at the Birolart UK Series for the second of the junior races. Uh, Three races per class, of course. The junior series, 100cc carts for drivers aged 11 to 16. Uh, 11 to 15, I should say, really, because, of course, the second you turn 16, that is your last season in uh, juniors. Although, of course, you can finish the season uh, when you are the age of 16 before moving up to the elites, which several drivers have done over the last 12 months. And we'll talk about them in the space of about 15 to 20 minutes time uh, once the uh, next race is finished. Matt Daniels just uh, advising all of the marshals on point that they have to be in the right positions. And he is now standing in position, ready for the racing to get underway. So uh, it won't be too long before the uh, racing actually happens. So that first race of the uh, day for the juniors, a first win in the Biralite UK Series Junior Paddock for uh, Callum Gunning and a delightful uh, result for him. And he was so happy coming across the line, even though it's the heat rather than the pre-final or the final. The the relief of getting a first victory in the books was almost certainly uh, an overwhelming one for uh, man in first position, Callum Gunning, the team around him, his family and friends, they worked so hard to get these guys out on the grid. So it's great to see uh, so many fantastic drivers uh, coming out onto the circuit this year. Do please, of course, if you're watching on the live stream, keep your comments coming into us, who you're rooting for and who you're supporting, any questions you may have about the championship as well. We will answer them all through the uh, Facebook live stream as well, and we'll pop them on the screen as well uh, so that uh, other people can see who's asked them. And uh, we're here all the way through the rest of the day, of course, here at Landau, the South Wales Karting Centre, home to the Landau Kart Club. It's a wonderful old circuit. It's one of the uh, pure thoroughbred racetracks of uh, great British karting. Some amazing racing uh, has taken place here over the times, over the years, and uh, it's still one of the uh, proper heritage vintage circuits in the world of British karting. We love coming here, and it's great to be back in the paddock once again. So we're preparing for the green flag to fly at the end of the dummy grid, you've already seen the starting grid positions for this race. There is Alex on the edge of the pit lane with the green flag waiting to go. And when he waves that flag, we will send them off on the rolling lap. There is the green flag waving and off we go. And it's going to be a tough one for Joe Sheppy to overhaul Callum Gunning in this current form. Scott Hudley and Harry Graham going to chase him down for the second row with Toby Baldry and Connor Brown in the mix as well. A reminder of the starting grid. For those just tuning in, you have missed four brilliant races, but you've got five more to go. Don't worry, there's plenty of action still to come. And uh, oh, we've got somebody firing up the engine underneath me. I thought for a moment that might have been a driver trying to get out, but it's one of the elites still trying to get ready. By the way, those who were watching earlier, and I, there was a, somebody asked me a question, what happened to Neil Fisher? Well, uh, I'm afraid to say he's told me he just dropped it on the way out of the Dell, and uh, now there is a lot of frantic mechanic work Uh, to try and get his cart ready for the action once again. So uh, the drivers now working their way onto the back straight, and uh, they will all form up in position for the race to start. 
But this is going to be an absolutely terrific start to race proceedings as we get ourselves ready for the action once again. And look who's watching from all the way in Toronto. It's uh, Encarna Valverde watching live from Toronto and missing the racing. Good luck to everyone today from Christian Valverde, the cadet who left us at the last round at Wilton Mill. Here we go. And it's a great start from the 123. But into the lead goes Callum Gunning. And there's contact further back and a roll as Sam Cunliffe goes over. Dear, oh dear. Harry Graham going sideways and backwards. And I think that's going to need to be a red flag. Red flag straight away, I think. Red flag for that one as uh, there's a flip and a rollover for Sam Cunliffe in the E-plate. So uh, I think we are... Uh, red flags, yep. That's uh, quite understandable, really, as Cunliffe rolls the cart in front. But he is up on his feet, so that is good news. So uh, Sam Cunliffe is up on his feet. He's taking a bit of a knock, but he's having a sit down just at the curb there. So a uh, bit of a nasty one for Sam Cunliffe, but uh, there he is. He's okay. That was quite a knock, and unfortunately that is him out of the race, so he will not take the restart, but uh, thank goodness it was just a bit of a bump and a knock for Sam Cunliffe. He's okay, uh, just, I think just more disappointed than anything else. Obviously the safety crew has to go over and make sure that he is okay, so he will have precautionary checks. Anybody that rolls over in uh, this type of karting will obviously have some safety checks. The good thing about the Landau circuit, of course, is there's quite a few access roads to cut through and get to him fairly quickly. But it's just a safety check and a precaution, but Sam Cunliffe is on his feet. And uh, the drivers, by the way, have been brought to a stop by the Spitfire straight and are out of their carts. And probably a couple of them who saw him go over will probably be quite shaken up by it. But uh, he's okay. That's the good news. And Sam Cunliffe is on his feet. So uh, we all breathe a sigh of relief. It looked a lot more dramatic than it actually was in the end of it. I mean, obviously, the role always looks uh, quite dramatic. But the good news is that Sam Cunliffe is awake. He's OK. He's talking to the officials. They're checking him over and making sure that he's OK. And uh, obviously, the championship coordinator, Andy Cox, whose main uh, job this weekend is actually scrutineering, is going over to check as well that he is OK. But at the moment, things look uh, reasonably uh, straightforward. Sam Cunliffe is standing. He's on his feet. And uh, that hopefully means that if they can repair the cart, he'll be out again in time for the final. But I don't think he'll take up the pre-final, uh, largely because the cart is quite damaged at the front end as a result of all of that. So uh, a rather dramatic start to the race, that is for certain. But uh, not necessarily the way Sam Cunliffe wanted his season to get started. But uh, that's the way it goes, unfortunately. But uh, there he is, Ruth Cunliffe watching at home. Uh, but he is all right. Don't worry, Ruth. It's, uh, it looked worse than it actually was. Don't worry about it. He is up. He is talking to the officials and the medics. And uh, Andy Cox is down there chatting with him. He's awake. He's up. And he's on his feet. So uh, one of those accidents that looks worse than it is. But he looks perfectly okay. Just a couple of uh, cuts and bruises. A bit like Elliot Stanley rolling last year when we were at Fullbeck. He rolled over and had a really nasty uh, a graze and really nasty scab. Uh, that uh, went all the way up his arm. And uh, I kept telling him all the way through the season, I wouldn't worry about it, mate. Chicks dig scars anyway. So uh, for Sam Cunliffe, I think he's uh, just earned himself a little bit of a, an extra birthmark or two. Uh, uh, and that's about the, uh, the size of it. Even the officials, the medics have uh, driven away without him in the medics, so, uh, in, in, without him in the ambulance. So as far as Sam Cunliffe is concerned, I'm okay, no problem. And uh, obviously, if there was anything particularly serious to worry about for uh, Sam Cunliffe, then he would have been in the back of the ambulance for more checks. But they've had a look over him. He's OK. 
and uh, he's uh, going to recover his cart. I don't think he'll take up the restart, but he's all right. There he is, just chatting away. So if it was more serious than that, uh, he would have been in the ambulance for medical checks. But he doesn't need them, so he is okay. In fact, they've actually pushed the uh, nose cone back into position, and it looks as if he hasn't even had an accident. So (laughs) fair enough. And in fact, I was mentioning the fullback accident from earlier on for Elliot Stanley last year. Richard Raystrick is watching from fullback, and they're very glad that Sam Cunliffe is okay. I can report he is. And uh, Andy Cox is obviously pushing the cart into the infield. Sam Cunliffe is taking off helmet and gloves and is okay. That is the good news. And I have to say, few... (laughs) because from my position it didn't exactly look uh, particularly pleasant but no no need for for further checks it was just one of those it must have been a bit like falling off a bike at a very hard uh, very fast speed but he's all right and he's okay so there are the drivers uh, on the back straight as uh, they've had to park up and the information they're getting themselves ready to start again and uh, obviously uh, the Birolark crew just informing the drivers of what's going on and what the procedure is from here. The race will restart. And I think because that incident happened on the first lap, I think we're going to have a completely regridded race. And uh, so there it is. It's going to be one of those. And <laughs> oh, the irony. Ruth Cunliffe has actually written in uh, and says, never rains, but it pours with him. Well, that's a very poignant uh, comment for Sam Cunliffe of course because not only has he had this uh, accident the last time it did rain big style in the Birolat UK Series Championship he was the winner of course when we went to uh, Shennington and won the e-plate last year but he is okay he's uh, now just brought himself back into the uh, into the paddock and he's walking back to his awning so uh... with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank goodness uh, Sam Cunliffe is okay. And uh, hopefully he will be back in time for the final later. But, uh, well, that's a story. That's one to tell his mates when he gets back to school tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, a bit more dramatic than he wanted it to be. So the racing is going to continue very shortly. The drivers are obviously getting suited and booted again and getting themselves back into the carts. The officials are just talking them through the procedure. And uh, Morgan Cole just having a quick discussion with the officials. What are we doing? What do I get to do now? Can I start at the front? No, of course you can't, Morgan. You didn't qualify at the front. You didn't finish at the front last time. I don't know what he's telling them, but uh, he obviously wants uh, some clarification on some matter or other. But uh, it's going to be, I think, a complete regrid. Uh, obviously, minus Sam Cunliffe, because I think the accident, because it happened on the first lap and they had already thrown the red flags by the time uh, they had come right. They didn't even complete the first lap, in fact, so they stopped them on the Spitfire straight as soon as he went over. So uh, they didn't complete the first lap, so the race is going to have a completely refreshed grid, and it's going to be they will start in the positions that they started in originally. 
So that is going to be the 108 of Callum Gunning. And they're actually struggling to start Callum Gunning's cart again uh, after that little moment. Joe Sheppey getting out of his cart. I think they're moving them slightly further forward because obviously trying to get them started at that point of the circuit is not very usual. So uh, they're going to put them into positions on the grid. I think I know what they're going to do. They're going to roll them into positions on a dummy grid and then they're just going to restart the race from those positions, finish off the rolling lap and then uh, go straight into the race. That's uh, going to obviously help things in terms of the schedule. But uh, how about that for a dramatic start to the race? I mean, we're obviously trying to gun for a fourth, uh, fifth different winner in five races because we've had two cadet races, a victory for Ella Stevens and another victory for Nathan Ty, his second in the uh, British Cadet uh, Birolite UK scene. And uh, that sets both of those two up as title contenders in 2018. And uh, we had a victory earlier from... Uh, the uh, young man who's there on the front of the grid to the right hand of your picture if you're watching the live stream, that is Callum Gunning taking the victory over Joe Sheppey last time. And the rest of the drivers are now just being put into their grid positions as the drivers get themselves into position. There's a couple of drivers towards the back who are not really in their proper grid positions. Ah, oh, it's Connor Brown, of course, we're waiting for because Connor Brown was one of the drivers who ended up spinning off at the hook when uh, uh, Sam Cunliffe went over. So uh, I think, obviously, he now needs to be put back into his position, as too does Dylan Reed just in behind Nicky Taylor, as you can see. So a couple of drivers getting into their positions. More questions coming in from Richard Raystrick. Is Jack Rigg in this race? He, he certainly is. He's uh, starting this race from uh, the 10th row of the grid alongside Vijay Ramlau. Didn't have the best of luck in the earlier heat, Jack Rigg. So uh, hopefully he will be able to fight his way back pretty rapidly. He's going to be tucked in behind Morgan Cole off the start of the race. But when this grid being so close, so many drivers wanting to get the first victory of the season and uh, all still battling away in position, it's going to be really tight because uh, a lot of these drivers, of course, would have expected to come into this weekend with a chance of the top six on paper. But the gap between these drivers in qualifying, between the 20 drivers who set times, Connor Stanton didn't get a, a qualifying time in, but probably would have been in the middle of the field. Um, the gap from first down to last is only a second and a half. And Vijay Ramlal's had some technical difficulties which have kept him off the pace uh, through earlier qualifying today. Uh, Harry Graham and Dylan Reed just having a conversation. And, uh, yeah, Vijay Ramlal was a little bit off the pace in early qualifying. We expected him to be faster than that. And uh, he probably will end up emerging faster than that as the day proceeds when they get on top of their problem. But if it hadn't been for that, then... Uh, he uh, wanted to uh, basically, uh, basically he wanted to be a little bit higher up the grid. So uh, he wanted to uh, get, he, I guess he'll end up being a, a few tenths of a second further up the road uh, as the race goes on. But if you take that out of the equation, the gap between the front of the grid and the back of the grid was only about eight tenths of a second. So uh, very exciting stuff. And uh, the battle is definitely going to be an interesting one when uh, things get going again. Now, uh, in the building here, I've just had uh, Sam Cunliffe has walked in. So I'm going to see if I can ask him to... Uh, uh, I'm going to come down to him, actually, because we haven't quite got the race under starters orders. I'll pop down and have a quick word with Sam and uh, see how things are. Well, uh, let's have a quick word, Sam. Let's have a look at the helmet. Oh, a nice little chip there, but it's uh, oh, usable, isn't it? That's all right. Yeah, I'm all right. So you went over and uh, up and over. That was a little bit scary. But uh, what actually happened in the accident? Can you tell us? I think someone was at the inside, and then I hit them, lost it, and then hit Harry Graham, and then went over. Well, otherwise, you're okay. No major cuts or bruises or anything? No, I'm fine. 
Fantastic. Okay. Good to hear, Sam. Sorry about that. Hopefully you'll be back in time for the final. The drivers are rolling around on the uh, rolling lap, but uh, that was more for Ruth Cunliffe's benefit than anything else. Breathing a sigh of relief. I got to speak to Sam Cunliffe, so that is the, uh, that is the confirmation that he is okay. And hopefully we'll be out in time again for the final. So let's see how this restart gets underway. Sheppy and Gunning. Going at it for the first corner. Here we go. Green light and a cracking start for Gunning. Sheppy's going to nut, nut in behind. And this time they're all going to go through the hook. Are they going to be clean starts? Yes, they are. So that's a much cleaner getaway this time. And a cracking race as they battle through down towards the Surtees double left apex. And up towards McQuirters. It is Sheppy uh, on the inside of Gunning for the lead. Trying to get himself in there. Is that, that, is that happened? No, Gunning's held on to the lead. Goodness me. Absolutely terrific stuff. Great battles at the moment. And there's some great racing to come as we've got uh, Harry Graham having made his way through into second position as well past Sheppy. And now Scott Huntley is coming through into third position down the back straight as well. Terrific stuff and great racing. As up the inside comes Huntley. Hasn't made the move in the end. Baldry's there in fifth. Then it's Brown, Taylor, Davison. Dylan Reed's going to make the move on the inside of guard side. No, he's not. He had to back out of it. Great racing, absolutely superb battling here at Landau as the racers continue to charge forward. But there's your leader. Really exciting start to the race as we continue on into the uh, McQuirters and then drop through the Lancaster curve, flat on the throttle, into the right flick and then down the Spitfire straight. But out in front, it is Callum Gunning leading for the second time. Into second has gone Harry Graham. Third is Joe Sheppy. Fourth is Huntley. Then it's Baldry, Brown and Nicky Taylor. Tom Davison trying to get into the mix behind as well. Then it is Dylan Reed in front of Ben Gartside. So he has got the place eventually. And then behind him, we've got Louis Ross. Oh, a little bit of a moment there as Gartside goes into the back of Dylan Reed. I don't think that was quite under his plan. He just missed his breaking point and went into the back. Meanwhile... Toby Baldry's lost out to Connor Brown in the hook. So Connor Brown's gone through and that's moved him up into P5. So Connor Brown has made the move on Toby Baldry. Harry Graham working with Joe Sheppey and Scott Huntley to go after the race leader, Callum Gunning. So Gunning is your race leader as he continues to battle. Great racing again as they charge forward. But Connor Brown is leading the charge in fifth position, having got through. Really exciting race action here at Landau as they come back onto the hangar straight once more. Down into Raymond's. Great racing and great battling as Davison tightens up on Nicky Taylor. Is this going to be a chance for Louis Ross to get one over on Ben Gartside? Not quite close enough as he gets a little bit of support from Tom Harvey. George Whitehouse is in there as well. And then we've got uh, Lewis Berry in 14th place in front of Parmowski, Parkinson, Stanton, Ramlal and Jack Rigg with uh, obviously Sam Cunliffe failing to start the race after his role on the original start, but he is okay. So down the straight and up towards the right flick. The leaders are on the Dell, Callum Gunning, Harry Graham, Joe Sheppy and Scott Huntley. There's the battle between Toby Baldry and Nicky Taylor for sixth position behind Connor Brown. Nicky Taylor's going to want to work with Toby Baldry to tighten up and close up a little bit further. Great racing as they come onto the main straight again. Up into the right-hander at the hook and then in through the left-hand hairpin. Connor Brown has dropped Toby Baldry and the chasing pack and is now charging up to the back of Toby Baldry. Uh, sorry, to the back of Scott Huntley. So now Huntley getting closer to Sheppy. Sheppy getting closer to Graham and all four of them are working together to tighten that gap on Callum Gunning, which is currently at seven-tenths of a second. But we've got plenty of time for that to decrease. Superb racing at the moment. 
But Harry Graham going to need to utilise Joe Sheppey there in third position a little bit. Scott Huntley looking for some support from Connor Brown to go down that hangar straight in unison. Nicky Taylor, meanwhile, I think wants to get to the front of this queue for sixth position further back. Tom Davison is in there as well with Dylan Reed and Ben Gardside chasing down. Nicky Taylor trying to go up the inside of Toby Baldry and not going to get the move. So he has to hang back. I was a little bit too hungry, I think, from Nicky Taylor. It's just frustration creeping in from a man who was hoping to be on the top of the dais and is now struggling to even get in the top six at the moment. It's so close in this championship this year, even closer than it was last year. And so many drivers have got a chance for the championship in 2018 that the battle is just so intense. Gunning, Graham, Sheppy, Huntley and Brown. Now, Connor Brown is going to need to work with Scott Huntley. Baldry, Taylor, Davison, Reed, and Gardsider behind. Then it's Louis Ross in front of Tom Harvey and George Whitehouse. And they're all still very much in touch with the leader. He's definitely not disappearing. And there's a battle for the lead rookie behind that as well because we've got Lewis Berry and Alicia Barmowski having a good tussle. Zach Parkinson struggling. Connor Stanton likewise. And then we've got Vijay Ramlal and Jack Rigg, who just doesn't seem to have the pace today. That's unfortunate for Jack. He should be a lot further up the grid than this. And then Nicky Taylor having a great battle with Tom Davison. Davison runs wide as a result of it. And that's going to put Dylan Reed through. And Guardside's going to try and get through as well. Up into the right flick. He has to hang back. So Davison drops back behind Dylan Reed in all of that. No change at the front. Gunning is looking to make it two out of two. Graham and Sheppy trying to charge down after him. But Callum Gunning is just absolutely metronomic here at Landau. He's got a great car underneath him. It's been well set up by the team. Doing a great job. Oh, and that's Toby Baldry losing out to Taylor and to Dylan Reed. So Taylor's got through. Dylan Reed's got through. So Baldry is down in there just in front of Tom Davison and Ben Gartside. Superb action. And still Nicky Taylor hanging on in front of Dylan Reed, but he's uh, not really getting the push forward that he wants to. But that little tussle has brought Louis Ross and Tom Harvey into the game. George Whitehouse trying to stay with them and run around in unison. Very difficult to predict how this is going to go. Four minutes and a lap on the clock. Down the hangar straight into the hairpin at Raymond's. Gunning still there from Graham and Sheppy. I'm not sure they've got the legs to catch him. I think Sheppy's done enough here. I know there's only four minutes to go, but Sheppy's got to absolutely pummel Graham down those straights in order to catch them up. And Connor Brown makes the move on Scott Huntley. That's for fourth position. So Scott Huntley is down to P5 behind Connor Brown. Dylan Reed goes for the inside and Nicky Taylor has to hang back. Dylan Reed is absolutely pushing Nicky Taylor around this circuit. You're not going fast enough, man. Let me get through. I'll go after them. He has another go in the Lancaster curve and that's the job done. And Nicky Taylor's not going to get the best of exits. Toby Baldry trying to come through, but he hasn't quite got the legs to get through. So now Nicky Taylor on the back of Dylan Reed as Sheppy tries to make the move on Graham into Raymond's. Hasn't got the move done. And Scott Huntley's trying to have a go at Connor Brown once again, but Joe Sheppy looking quite hungry on the back of Harry Graham, hoping for another crack at second place. Graham doing an absolutely beautiful job at this moment. And meanwhile, the leading rookie has changed. It's now Alicia Barmowski having made the move on Lewis Berry. Now, where is Lewis Berry? Can't see him at the moment. Ah, oh, there he is, tucked up right underneath Alicia Barmowski. So we've had a fast-flying lady in the cadets. We've got another one in the juniors in the shape of Alicia Barmowski, who's very much taking over the mantle left by Sky Siddle, who's moved on to other championships this year. 
Well, that means we now have a very fast lady in all three championships. In fact, we have two fast ladies in the cadets this year with Lily Jeffs in there alongside Ella Stevens. Alicia Barmowski down the back straight into Raymond's. There's a bit of a tussle going on between Thomas Davison, uh, sorry, Tom Harvey and George Whitehouse at the back of this long train. Sheppy having a go on the inside of Graham. No, you're not going to get through there. Oh, hopping over the curbs. Big star for Joe Sheppy. Bouncing around like he's on a trampoline over at Surtees. Gets the car nicely lined up and dialed in behind Harry Graham, though. But Callum Gunning is just disappearing. This is an amazing performance from Callum Gunning. 2018, it looks like it's going to be his year. Certainly here at Landau, it's going to be his weekend. He's got so much pace. Callum Gunning's looking absolutely electric here as he continues to charge away. Harry Graham and Joe Sheppy are left to pick up the pieces for second place. And if Callum Gunning can do this kind of job again in race three, well, then he's just going to disappear. Fastest lap of the race, though. Connor Brown. Fantastic job. As the racing continues on, battling around the circuit and uh, lots of battles all over the place. What has happened to Morgan Cole? Good question. Where is Morgan Cole? I think Morgan has had a mechanical problem and is out of the race. I didn't even see him come through. We've got another car going slowly on the far side. Now, who is that that's uh, lost an awful lot of places? Is that Toby Baldry? Yes, Toby Baldry has gone down the order. Now, Baldry looks like he's had an off on the exit of McQuirters and has dropped down behind Lewis Berry. So that's a real shame for Toby Baldry. But Graham is still there in front of Sheppy. Brown is fourth, and that means that Huntley is fifth in front of Dylan Reed now from Taylor, Davison, Guardside, and Louis Ross has cracked the top ten. But I did not see what happened to Morgan Cole. I wonder, did he fail to start the race? Because he hasn't come through on one single lap. And Morgan Cole was, uh, Morgan was certainly gesturing to one of the, dry, one of the mechanics on the uh, original grid that they put up again on the Spitfire straight. And, uh, well, he didn't come through after that point. So I guess there must be an issue with that then. So, uh, oh, there's going to be a penalty handed out. A penalty is being handed out, and that is for the 100 of Tom Davison. So, uh, well, 100 Tom Davison is going to get a penalty. I'm not entirely sure what that's for. Is that for track limits or is that for contact? I'm not entirely sure. But there's a great battle going on further back between Jack Rigg and VJ Ramlau. They're swapping places big style, and Zach Parkinson is now behind them. So Parkinson seems to have had... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A bit of an accident at some point. There's Toby Baldry who dropped it through McQuirter's. 
but uh, difficult to know what happened because I didn't see it at that point. That's my blind spot, unfortunately. But out in front, Callum Gunning is going into the last lap. So from Callum Gunning's point of view, this is heaven sent. And he's doing an absolutely cracking job in the lead of the race. And it looks to me as though he's got absolutely everything he needs to get the job finished off here as he leads the way, rooted on by Wayne Clark at home. But Callum Gunning is going to get this job done in front. The battle is for second place now between Harry Graham and Joe Sheppy. Here comes Gunning down the Spitfire straight into the Dell. Joe Sheppy is absolutely throwing the cart at the back of Harry Graham in second place. But I think that's where Graham's going to finish in P2. Sheppy's a bit too far back. But into Raymond's for the last time. Callum Gunning is going to emerge as the victor once again. Two out of two for Callum Gunning. My goodness. He is fired up in 2018. Superb. Harry Graham in second place. Sheppy third from Connor Brown, Scott Hartley, Dylan Reed, Nicky Taylor, Tom Davison, Ben Gartside and Louis Ross with Thomas Harvey and George Whitehouse. And the leading rookie home in the end is Alicia Barmowski, who comes home in 13th position. Good job there. And uh, a brilliant job as well from Lewis Berry just in behind her. Toby Baldry coming home in 15th in the end from Connor Stanton. Then Vijay Ramlal, Zach Parkinson and Jack Rigg. Wow. Non-starts for Morgan Cole and Sam Cunliffe, it would seem. And uh, Morgan Cole, I think, had a mechanical problem on the dummy grid. And uh, Sam Cunliffe, of course, rolled at the original start, so uh, that's the problem. But what a result for Callum Gunning. What a victory. Two wins out of two starts, and that is absolutely incredible in this field. Really impressive stuff from Callum Gunning. And it's going to be very hard for any of the drivers out there to beat him in the final, in this current form. He's looking like a young Sam Faulkner out there. So a victory then for Callum Gunning for his second win in a row and a victory eventually winning by 2.2 seconds. Uh, Harry Graham in second place from Joe Sheppey in third. Then it is Connor Brown and Scott Huntley. Dylan Reed in sixth position from Nicky Taylor and Tom Davison. Although I did notice that the officials were handing out on the start line a penalty for Tom Davison. I'm not entirely sure what that's for, the 100, but he is going to have a penalty added onto it. Uh, then we're going to have uh, Ben Gartside and Louis Ross in the top 10. Uh, and then we have uh, Alicia Palmowski in 13th place behind the likes of Thomas Harvey and George Whitehouse. She's the leading rookie home from Lewis Berry. And then we have Toby Baldry, Connor Stanton, Vijay Ramlal, Zach Parkinson and Jack Rigg. That is your results from the second of our junior races. And the next race on the bill is going to be the next of our elite races in a championship that is already proving to be the most exciting to watch in the paddock. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jacques Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Super Elite's pre-final up next then. Sam Faulkner and Matthew Pearce on the front row of the starting grid continuing their rivalry from their 2017 campaign. Great battles between them 
and very close to the end of that race with uh, Sam Faulkner sweeping the victory in the final turn after it. An absolutely brilliant job. Tyrone Stansfield, his debut race in the elites, and he finished up in third position along with his colleague Tom Massarella, also his debut race. Sam Dimolo was the first of last year's Masters drivers home. Not necessarily a surprise, but fifth position. Fascinating to see him there uh, with Harry Barlow just in behind. Then we have Ben Yeomans and Dan Walden, who were on the fourth row of the grid for this one. And then Ben Hitch and Mark Lawrence in the top ten as well. And again, it's going to be quite hard to know who is going to be at the front of this race once again. Although, clearly, the battle looks like it's going to be joined between Sam Faulkner and Matthew Pearce. The green flag goes at the end of the pits and off they go. Jim Rainbird and Sean Port will be on the sixth row of the grid from Michael Roots and George Friday. Michael Roots in particular will be wanting to make up some time and some progress. Jason Bradbury and Matt Rainbow on the eighth row of the grid in what is a 27-cart grid for this race. Amazing to see them all there. Elliot Stanley and the hard-charging Ian Williams, uh, Matt Ogle and Dave Burns, and then Carl Watt, and then uh, obviously the rest of the field in there. Sorry, Carl Watt and Matt Ogle are on the 10th row of the grid. I'm hoping we'll just about have time to talk you through the rest of them. 21st on the grid is Amy Jerger, fighting her way back to 21st position. Very tough for the driver who was a race winner last year. Dave Burns in 22nd. David Darling in 23rd alongside the novice Solomon Patience. And then we should see towards the back end of the grid uh, a bit of a comeback drive from the likes of Neil Fisher, Richard Evans and the 27th cart in the mix as well, uh, which we're hoping is going to be uh, on the grid this time. Will Checkley, all three of those wanting to make comeback drives. Fisher has got out despite his back axle difficulties when he dropped it out of the hook in the middle of his race. This is going to be an amazing start to proceedings. So here we go. Let's get racing. And it's a fantastic start. Oh, there's a spin in the middle of the straight. And it's caused a big contact. Friday's gone. Rainbow's gone. And Elliot Stanley in there as well. But it looks like Friday and Rainbow have taken the worst of it. Big damage there from both of those carts. And there's a spin as well from the 160 who's spun in a straight line. That is Ben Hitch. So Hitch is gone. Rainbow's gone. And Friday's gone. Now, is this going to be a red flag or are they going to continue racing? I think they're going to carry on. But there's going to be yellow flags on the start-finish straight. Now, Rainbow looks like he's going to keep going. I think Friday is done. Friday's out of the race. Oh, no, there's big damage. There's damage for Rainbow. He's going to have to pull off. Rainbow's got too much damage to continue. He's going to have to get out the cart and push it out of the way as the leaders come through. Wow, this is dramatic stuff. Really, really dramatic stuff at the end of the first lap, but it is Faulkner from Pierce at the start of the race. Oh, big drama here. And all three of those drivers out of the race, I'm afraid to say. Ben Hitch is out, George Friday is out, and now Matt Rainbow is out as well, although they're trying to get the cart repaired and to see if he can get out onto the circuit again, but they're not going to be able to manage it, so it looks like game over. Yeah, I'm afraid the sidebot has become detached from the rest of the cart. So Rainbow's valiant efforts to try and get the car going again, I think are going to come to nothing. He is going to work hard to do it. Stationary yellow flags still there on Raymond's because he's still trying. Two laps of the race have gone by while all of this has played out. Faulkner and Pierce, and then Stansfield and Dimolo. Dimolo's come through into P4. Then we've got Massarella, Yeomans, Barlow, Walden, Roots and Bradbury. Great racing. And uh, finally, it looks like uh, Matt Rainbow has had to give up the ghost and uh, is out of the race. 
Ben Hitch is out. George Friday is out. And now Matt Rainbow is out as well. And they can withdraw the yellow flags now, I think. So we're going to get racing at the bottom end of the circuit once again. And that's a good thing for Matthew Pierce because he needs to chase after Faulkner. Meanwhile, Yeomans is going to try for the move on Massarella. Hasn't got the legs to get there yet. But he's winding him up big style. Dan Walden trying to chase after Harry Barlow, the 301, as they go through as well. Yeomans on the back of Massarella as they go through the hook. And here comes, here comes Massarella trying to make a way to get through. This is terrific stuff as Massarella holds on. Barlow right in there in the 301 trying to come through. Yeomans holding fast at the moment. He's got his own problems to deal with with uh, a young feisty Tom Massarella up the road. But what a spectacular battle this is so far. Absolutely terrific racing. As Harry Barlow tries again down the back straight. Is he going to have a run here on Yeomans? Not quite. He's got to do a lot of work to defend from Dan Walden, actually. Michael Roots is in there as well. Further back is Bradbury battling away with the 2.30 of Mark Lawrence. Lawrence is going to have a go at Bradbury. Hasn't quite got the move there. Rainbird, Williams, Ogle, Port, Evans, uh, Carl Watt, Neil Fisher, Elliot Stanley. And then you've got Dave Burns from uh, the 2.10. That is... Uh, the 210 of Solomon Patience, the rookie doing a good job there in front of Amy Jurger, Will Checkley, and David Darling. And then we've got those three retirements we've mentioned already of George Friday, Matt Rainbow, and Ben Hitch. So down the back straight, down the hangar straight comes Faulkner and Pierce as they continue to battle. What is this going to turn into in the 2018 season? It could well be the, the David versus Goliath rivalry between these two. And I have a feeling these two will be battling all through the season. Red versus green. Faulkner versus Pierce. This is going to be one heck of a showdown in 2018. And this is the battle that everybody's been talking about. Can they go in a head-to-head -head battle and dominate proceedings throughout the, the entirety of the year? The Masters drivers that have come into this field, of course, want to show that they are no slouches. And Sam Dimolo is right there in P4, chasing after Tyrone Stansfield. In third position, Matthew Pierce still dialing in Faulkner. Pierce has got a good run off of the turn. He's got a great run. Can he make a move into the Raymond's hairpin this time? He has a look at it. He's definitely got the legs on Faulkner down the straight if he gets a good exit from the Dell, and he knows that now. He's winding him up, trying to find a way to get on terms with him in the final couple of laps. This is going to be a long game for Matthew Pierce. Look at the battle we got going on further back. That's Ian Williams losing out to... Uh, I think that's Mark Lawrence holding on to the position. Williams trying to make the move there. Williams as handy in a racing cart as he is with the camera. And we've got rain falling. Rain is falling around the circuit. We've got drops of rain on the camera lens. And that is why things are going to get a little bit tricky from here on in for the drivers. They're all on slick tyres, don't forget. So if the rain gets any heavier, they're really going to have a job to hang on to it. Matthew Pierce trying to chase down Sam Faulkner to the hairpin. But there is rain in the air, and it's definitely coming down in patches around the circuit. Because we've got a couple of the camera lenses have got, what, have got water spots now developing on the lens. But Faulkner, Pierce, Stansfield, Dimolo, Massarella, Yeomans, Barlow, Walden, Roots, Bradbury, and Rainbird. Now this is the 10th place battle. Jason Bradbury in front of Jim Rainbird, Mark Lawrence, and Ian Williams. They're having a good little tussle. There's definitely rain up at McQuirter's. Oh, and Rainbird tries to go for Bradbury. Doesn't get a good run. And Lawrence is going to make mincemeat of him on the way through Lancaster Curve. And he's through. So Mark Lawrence picks up a place. And is that going to be an invitation for Ian Williams to do likewise? Back at the front, no changes. 
Still Matthew Pearce chasing down Sam Faulkner in the lead. And it's nearly four wide into Raymond's as Williams goes for the move. Rainbird goes for the move. And Rainbird has slotted himself in there behind. Oh, here comes Richard Evans. Evans is trying to throw himself up the inside of Ian Williams. And in the midst of all of that, we've got Mark Lawrence shuffled down to the back of the queue. But Richard Evans now finds himself in 13th place. God, Richard Evans is having a heck of a lot of fun out there. He's obviously gone down to the back of the field after his uh, earlier problems. But his attitude is, oh, well, waste not, want not. And he's jogging on. A few carts behind this, we've got uh, Ogle, Fisher, uh, sorry, Ogle, Port, and then Neil Fisher, who is up to 17th place. He's on the back of Sean Port, though, so that might not stay that way for long. Meanwhile, Stansfield and Dimolo have been caught by the chasing pack. Look at this, Massarella, Yeomans, Barlow, and uh, uh, Walden. They are right in together now as Bradbury continues to make good dicing moves further back. Bradbury has managed to hold off the attentions of uh, Rainbird and Williams for the moment. These little drops of rain have given a lot of drivers something to think about, and it's making things very tight. Fairly twisty and very, very close out there. But here come the leaders. Past my position on the hangar straight, they will come. And out in front, still these two battling away for position. Faulkner and Pierce. Pierce not quite close enough yet to make the move, but he's definitely hungry for it. He is thinking about it. They come off the turn. Pierce doesn't quite have the legs to come through yet, but he is definitely working at angle. Stansfield, Dimolo, Massarella. Very close together, Massarella and uh, Dimolo. Not quite as close to Stansfield as they need to be to make the overtaking move. Meanwhile, Richard Evans has caught right up to Jason Bradbury in 11th place. So Evans definitely going through the field pretty quickly. This is absolutely terrific stuff. And still there's some great battles everywhere we look around the circuit. Some terrific battles in the run for third position as Stansfield is now being caught by Dimolo. Dimolo's getting dangerously close to the man from Braintree. Can he make the move, Dimolo? Not quite yet. He's going to try another opportunity. But Dimolo is now right underneath Tyrone Stansfield. Meanwhile, Evans is going for the move on Jason Bradbury into Raymond's and he's there. No problems at all for Evans. He gets through. And with a minute and a half plus one lap to go, Evans is through on Bradbury. There he is. You just saw him go through. And there we got Rainbird. Williams. Poor trying to come up on the inside of Matt Ogle. Doesn't quite get through. So Matt Ogle still working hard as Sean Port now has a chance to dive on the inside of Ogle. And is he through? No. Ogle defends valiantly. Further up the road. That's Williams making the move on Jim Rainbird. That was cheeky. Nice work though from Ian Williams to get through. Back to the front. Is Pierce close enough yet to Sam Faulkner? He's still working his magic on the back of him. Can he get close enough? He's right underneath him. Can he go for the move into the hook? No, he's not quite there yet. Great battle, this, from the front of the field. Matthew Pierce still trying to go overhaul Sam Faulkner. Still good overtaking moves as Ogle dives. At, oh, a port dives on the inside of Ogle. Dimolo still close to Stansfield, not close enough for Faulkner and Pierce, very close together, less than a tenth between them as they came off the finish line. But Pierce is waiting, he's biding his time, he's picking his moment. As they complete this lap, there will be two to go. And that's when Matthew Pierce will really want to step up the attack. He knows it. He's letting Sam Faulkner do all the work out front. Closing up on Faulkner, getting his way out of the final hairpin. Here we go, two to go, two to go, two to go. And now this is going to be the battle between these two. Matthew Pierce dialing in behind Faulkner. Faulkner's got three wheels on the floor and one in the air as he goes through the hook. 
goodness me, three wheels on the deck from Faulkner. Pierce is pushing him big time. And we can see why Pierce will feel very aggrieved about losing the victory last time to Faulkner when he had the lead in his pocket. Now he's going to let Faulkner do all the work. But this is the penultimate lap. This is when he's going to start winding him in. This is when he's going to start making the move. Into the Dell. Very close. Watch him at Raymond's. Watch Faulkner at Raymond's. He's going to be defensive. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go again. Faulkner takes one look over his shoulder. Where is he? Where is he? He's not up the inside yet, but with one lap to go, this is where things could get interesting. Last lap. Faulkner defends into the hook. Pierce is swarming over him. Here we go. This is the battle we've been waiting for. Matthew Pierce is going to try the long shot as Faulkner gets defensive on the inside line. There's not many who are as good on defense as Faulkner. He drifts a little bit wide. Pierce might have an opportunity in the Lancaster curve. Faulkner is practically married to the inside line through the right flick. Down the Spitfire straight. Pierce is edging him to the Dell. Surely this is going to go to the wire between these two. A good exit out of the right hand. Might give him a chance, but he's a bit too far back. Can he just chuck it to the inside? No, he's going to go to the outside. He's going to go the long way round. Faulkner's going to push it to the outside line. And that's the win. Faulkner's done it. Exactly as he needed to. He carried the car to the outside apex. Pierce tried his best. Oh, great racing between the two of them. Oh, so close. So, so close. Two wins out of two for Faulkner. Matthew Pierce comes so close to him. But if he beats him in the final, that's where he'll get his revenge. My word, the racing's been good between these two today. Tyrone Stansfield, third again. And in fourth place, Sam Dimelo with his best chance yet of taking the final victory in fourth on the second row of the grid for the final. Masarala and Yeomans, Harry Barlow and Dan Walden rounding out the top ten. Michael Roots and Richard Evans. A good fight back from Evans to be in P10. And then we've got Jason Bradbury from Neil Fisher, Ian Williams, Jim Rainbird, Mark Lawrence, Matt Ogle, Sean Port, Carl Watt, Dave Burns, Will Checkley, uh, Solomon Patience in there as well. And then the only other finishers to the race are David Darling, Elliot Stanley and Amy Jerger. Well, no, sorry, Stanley and Jerger both retired from the race. My apologies. I didn't spot them retiring. But uh, there was an awful lot to take uh, stock of in that race. But both Stanley and Jerger, I'm afraid, retired from the action. And uh, that is obviously going to be a really exciting fight back for those two as well. So Neil Fisher fighting back to 12th place. Richard Evans fighting back to 10th. And uh, some great racing still to come because now comes the main event in each of our three categories. The next race on the bill is the big one for each of the three classes. 
the final. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jacques Villeneuve. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Winner of these races wins the whole thing in each of the three classes for the meeting, and uh, they'll all want to be on the top step. Several drivers now with the best possible opportunity to do so, and uh, they will want to be uh, charging hard right from the get-go. So uh, the cadets are not quite lined up in the holding area yet, so I've got a bit of time to do a bit of floating around and wandering and grabbing some uh, opinions from a few of the drivers before we get going. So uh, I'm going to be cheeky and take that opportunity. The cameras can go where they like at this point because we haven't got too much racing to talk about just yet. So at this point, oh, I'm still a little bit tinny. I'm a bit too close to the speakers. That's my problem. So let's uh, talk to some people as we uh, try and find out uh, what has been happening uh, down on the ground here. Ah, Nicky Taylor. He's one to uh, have a quick word with. It's been a frustrating day at the office so far, Nicky, but the battles have been uh, quite exciting. Tell us how the day's gone so far. Well, um, in quali, we didn't do as well as we wanted to. We came fourth, but I mean... That is what it is. And then in the first ra- race, we just went backwards. And then in the second race, we tried to get back up further, but then the car just went off. But now we're changing some things, so hopefully we should be back ready for the final. There's a little bit of rain in the air as well. Is that potentially going to be advantageous if it happens? If it rains, that would be good, because I really want to go around the wet, because not many people are going to know where the right lines are, because it's going to be the first time this weekend. So if it rains, it's all going to be free fall. And as far as you're concerned, a free-for-all gives you as good a chance as anyone to win. Yeah, I mean, if it rains, that's a better chance for me to win, but even so, I can tr- still try and do it from seventh. OK, well, we'll see how it goes. Good luck today. Cheers. Uh, let's see who else... Oh, let's have a word with Toby, actually, as well, because Toby baldry has been uh, right at the sharp end all weekend. Toby, it's been an impressive start, but uh, the second race, not quite the way you wanted. Talk us through it. Well, we qualified fifth, which was good. I'd rather qualify fifth than fourth, because it's on the inside. Um, got to fourth in the first corner, overtaking Nicky here. And um, we're, the race, sort of, we stayed in fourth. We couldn't really catch up with the leaders because we're suffering with power generally now. Um, so, yeah, we dropped down to fifth. Then in the second race, we started fifth, got to fourth. And then on the restart, we um, started fifth and ca- carried on with fifth. And then... Um, we just sort of went backwards because of our power issue. We had no power down the straight, and it was just like we have no bottom end or top end, and it's the cart's lifting a lot going into the bottom corner down there, so it's not very good for the day. Well, I guess what happens now is that you go into the last race with a bit of time to make up, but I guess from this point there's nothing more to lose, so you may as well just go for it. Yeah, well, we're starting 15th. We're going to try and get a top five because well, it's 10 places, so we should be able to get a couple off the line. Should be able to get a top five maybe from there. With, with the help from my mechanic, Matt, if he makes it go a bit faster. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will get a top five. And yeah, so just battle through the field. That's all we've got to do. OK, thanks, Toby. Thank you. Right, so let's see if we can uh, grab a word with a few of the... Uh, drivers before they head out to the cadets. We've got a lot of the uh, seniors coming through, some good fightbacks from uh, quite a few drivers. Let's have a word with uh, Sam Dimolo, actually, who's uh, been fighting back very well over the course of the weekend. You were top 10 in quality, 
Four back to fourth in the second race, so a podium's quite possible now. Oh, I think podium's definitely possible. Um, I think Pierce and Fulton are too far ahead in pace, but there's quite a few of us for the last spot with Stansfield, Masterella, Yeomans, there's a few of us. But this is what you wanted in 2018, isn't and it? Matt you Matt Ogle. Want, and Matt Ogle, yes, yes, absolutely. Had to mention him as he walked past. Exactly. But this is one of those uh, challenges going into 2018. You wanted this, really, at the end of last year, because you'd won the Elite Championship, uh, the Masters Championship, twice in a row. You wanted a new challenge. You've got one. Is it as exciting as you thought it was going to be? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to race new people. It's ra- nice to race fast people, and it's nice to race against a big grid. So everyone wants to race 30 people instead of 12. So I reckon it's a good decision to well. And now you've uh, probably got your toughest challenge to uh, retain your title in, ever in the paddock. I mean, do you think that it's going to get better as the season goes on? No, I've hit my peak. No, <laughs> no we, we, we'll, get, uh, we'll get better as it goes on. We're adjusting the weight. The lights are adjusting the weight. Um, I know there's people older than me, but Massarello finished fifth. He's half my age, so I'm feeling it. On the longer races, I actually feel it. You're feeling quite good now. Yeah, yeah I do indeed. <laughs> Cheers, Sam. Cheers. Great to see so much great action uh, from the elites. I always knew that when we put those two grids together, that was just going to spice things up. No end. It really has. It's been absolutely fantastic. The cadets are starting to uh, form up in the holding area. Just before they do, I'm going to have a quick word with Ella Stevens, actually. So uh, Ella's obviously been... Uh, what are you, what are you, why are you hitting other drivers with your gloves? That's not the best way to win. Anyway, it's been a great race so far for you because you've had uh, two races, a second and a first. Do you think you can get the final done? You're not sure. Well, well, Alice Powell is watching at home, so she's obviously been giving you all the tips. Uh, have you got anything you want to say to her watching back home? Hi. That'll do. <laughs> Cheers, Ella. <laughs> and Alice Powell, wherever she is, is probably howling with laughter at that. Oh, bless her. She doesn't say much, but she goes like the clappers, doesn't she, Ella Stevens? Fair enough. Anyway, let's see who else we can have a, a quick chat to here in the paddock. Oh, yes, Tom Massarella. Tom Massarella, who's made the step up to the elites, of course. Tom. First weekend in the elites, you were in the mix of the juniors last year, but now you're in the elites and you're at the sharp end. This is a great start. Yeah, I don't know how it's happened, but it's going well, I guess. So the pace is there still with Stansfield and Barlow, but the three of you have come straight into the front end of the elites grid. Do you think it's going to be long before you're knocking on the door of people like Faulkner and Pierce? Well, they are two very quick drivers, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, hopefully. But this gives you really good confidence to move forward now because you know coming into this, it was always going to be hard to be at the front end of the elites. So you're here at the front end. What does that do to your confidence? Boost it massively. Like, I didn't ever think I'd be here. I was hoping for like mid-pack or something like that. But after qualifying, I thought, step it up a bit. Got a lot to live up to now. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well done, Tom. Good stuff from uh, Tom Massarella, another driver who's made good progress. I think the cadets are now starting to uh, make their way down. So... Uh, we will let them continue to do so. I've spoken with a few drivers. Let's see who else we can grab a word with while we're waiting for the uh, next race to get underway. As uh, There's quite a few drivers uh, hanging around this part of the paddock. Oh, let's have a chat to one of the uh, front men of the uh, Masters Brigade, runner-up last year in the Masters, and uh, still very much within the top ten of the combined Elite and Masters grid. Ben, Ben Yeomans, great start to the season. Obviously, it was always going to be tough to run at the front when we've got so many new factors this year, but what's your current mood as the first weekend of the season has unfolded? Well, I'm enjoying the big grids. That's good. Like uh, Sam said earlier, it's good racing new people. Um, yeah, I think it's going reasonably well. Just lacking a bit of front-end grit, really. I think everyone's struggling with the same thing around here, so 
some people like uh, Faulkner and Pierce are making good tracks with their setup and uh, down the road a little bit we need to try and catch them do you find that you're having to raise your game a little bit to keep up with these 16 17 year old whippersnappers or is it, are you just doing things as you normally would do just doing things as I normally would do that's what rather worrying for the kids coming through. They're going to have to do a lot more work to catch up with you. We've got this little threat of drizzle in the air. Is that going to potentially benefit you if it comes? I don't mind a bit of drizzle at all, and hopefully that will spice things up and give us a shot at getting further forward. Sounds good to me. Have a good race. Cheers. So uh, Ben Yeomans, like the rest of the uh, elite drivers, will be going out a little bit later on in the day as uh, they finish off their weekend with the third and final race. The uh, dummy grid is just forming up for the cadets now. And, of course, it is going to be that amazing fight between Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens that we've already seen play out twice over the course of the weekend. And we're going to get to see play out one more time with feeling with uh, some cracking racing to come, no doubt. So uh, the mechanics have done everything that they can possibly do to get their man or girl uh, out on the circuit in the cadets uh, to do uh, the best job they can do. And uh, what an amazing weekend, a start to the season it's been for the cadets. So we'll uh, put the uh, uh, grid positions up on the uh, live stream. And then uh, once we have done that, I will have had enough time to run back upstairs into my commentary position. Good hustle from all the drivers, by the way. Well spoken on the microphone. So the cadet drivers are getting themselves into position as uh, the racing gets underway for the final time here today. And there's been some pretty stellar performances from a lot of the young drivers out there on the starting grid. Here's <laughs> uh, Jake Fraser uh, just uh, getting himself into his uh, viewing position. I'll bet he's one of the most frustrated drivers around this circuit. He can't make his debut until fullback. He doesn't turn seven until then. But here is your grid for the first Cadet 60 final of the 2018 season. Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens on the front row of the grid. They've each had a win and a second apiece. Who's going to win overall? Oakley Keatley and Kylan Ingram on the second row of the grid. A great start to their seasons and right where they belong. Two rookies on the third row of the grid and rightly so. Ryan Smith and Max Fraser. A cracking start to their seasons. Aidan Hassan. And Jamie Gurney on the fourth row of the grid. Great to see Jamie Gurney making up good progress. And Aidan Hassan, elbows out, up for the fight. Good to see him in position. Rounding out the top ten, a bit frustrating for Charlie Humphreys, but fighting his way back into contention beautifully in that second race. He will be pushing further forward. And Dylan Briley still making good progress in the top ten. Archie Heron, another of the rookies, getting up to speed very quickly. And Callum Lockett alongside him on the sixth row of the grid. Craig Evans and Ali Hussein, both in the wars and battles in the last race, and hopefully both of them will be at their best. Jamie Scott and Lily Jeffs on the eighth row of the grid, both of them again getting faster with every race. Hudson Cross and Chase Sharp both making their debuts here today and doing a very admirable job in the battles. And Jamie Warner in 19th position, but keep an eye on Josh Turnbill in 20th position. He didn't finish the race last time and had to uh, retire early. He will be particularly motivated to make up places and charge his way 
rate further forward, and he is almost certain to do so. His pace is right up in the midst of all of those rookies. So great to see them all there in the positions for the Cadet 60 final, and it is going to be very, very close indeed between them all as the battle is about to commence for the third and final time this weekend in the 2018 Birrell Art UK Series for the Cadets with the 60cc engine carts, and they race from the ages of 7 to 13 in Cadets. And we've got several drivers out here who have had a couple of seasons go at this now. And they're all very, very strong and able-bodied racing drivers. Brenda Walker, watching from home, do it for Nanny. Max Fraser, absolutely brilliant stuff. He is going to be uh, absolutely brilliant. And uh, he's had an absolutely cracking day at the office so far. Two top six finishes in his first ever weekend in the championship. And uh, that's going to be really, really exciting to see what he can do for this uh, second race of the day. Uh, sorry, third race of the day, I should say. My apologies. So uh, two top six finishes, and he's going to have another one if uh, he continues on the pace. And, uh, well, the big question is who's going to win the whole thing because we've had Nathan Ty versus Ella Stevens. But if they continue to battle, there's every chance that Oakley Keatley and Kylan Ingram might get a look in. And there's plenty of other drivers to shoot for. Sarah Cross, Go Hudson. A newbie into the championship in 2018 was not even uh, signed up to race until the latter stages of yesterday. He did the academy in the morning and then did the testing on the Saturday. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. And said, yep, I'm racing. I can do this. And he's absolutely right. He's done a very good job as a rookie. And uh, it's always good to see the guys uh, on the pace. But uh, we've got a terrific crop of rookie drivers this year. When you consider that from year to year, we've had several seasons in the cadets when the field is separated from the front to the back by about 10 seconds or so. It's usually about the average because, of course, these guys are as young as seven, don't forget. And uh, they're coming into racing for the first time in some cases, straight into a national championship. It's very hard work. It's tough stuff. And they're obviously going to do a very, very hard job through the season. But when you then consider that this year's grid has a lot more drivers on it, there's a good 20 or so drivers on the grid we are predicting for every meeting. And the, grip, uh, the gap between the front and the back is only four and a half seconds that is absolutely astonishing. It's probably the best quality cadet grid we have had in many, many years. The paddock is going from strength to strength, and the quality of the field is absolutely astonishing at the moment. So it's all very exciting, and a lot of support for a lot of the drivers out here around the circuit and further away as well. Mrs. Carter is watching you, Ryan Smith. Go, go, go. What an amazing performance he's had over the course of his first meeting as a cadet in the Birralite UK series. Considering that uh, he's had a knife edge to battle with, he was the top six in qualifying, and he's been the top six for the pre-final. Here we go. Enough waiting, enough speculation. The Birralite cadets are heading out for the final time this weekend as they battle around the Glandau circuit to decide who is going to be our first round winner. We've had a winner piece for Ella Stevens in the heat Nathan Ty in the pre-final, and now they've got to battle it out one more time. Whoever wins this, wins it all for the weekend. So let's see who gets the top step of the podium. It's going to be a great finish to the weekend for the cadets. I'll try, if possible, to race down to the holding area at the end of each race 
to uh, talk to the winners as they come off the carts as well. And hopefully there's going to be some very satisfied and very chatty, happy carters at the end of it all. But uh, we'll see what we can get out of it. So uh, I may leave you with the timing screen graphics telling you what you need to know in my haste to rush down and find the winners. But uh, you're all smart, intelligent people watching at home. I'm sure you can bear with me. So here we go. Ty and Stevens, Keatley and Ingram, Smith and Fraser. And they're going to go round again by the look of it. Yep, they will go round one more time. So uh, that's a false start, unfortunately. Just when the tension was uh, already at fever pitch. And we're going again because we've had Ali Hussein, uh, Josh Turnbull, Lily Jeffs and uh, 100 Hudson Cross uh, falling back off the back of the queue a little bit there. So uh, they're going to have to... Uh, catch up to the field once again and get themselves back into formation. Ty and Stevens holding the field in formation and giving the uh, carts towards the back of the field a chance to get back into position. So uh, they should do that fairly rapidly. So many good drivers in this grid in the cadets in 2018. It is genuinely the strongest cadet field I can remember looking at pre-season and I've been commentating on these championships via the YouTube channel since 2014 and via the paddock since the beginning of last year and this is a great cadet grid but definitely one of the strongest I think I've ever seen in the Art UK series paddock so as they go down the hangar straight we're going to be attracting some spectators on the main road how about that they're in unison with a BMW 3 series as they go down the straight awesome so the cadets are now neatly into position. They will get there in time and we will go racing. So it's time to get underway. Are we green? Yes, we are. And it's a cracking start from Ella Stevens round the far side. Is she going to beat tight to the corner? No, she does not. But she does manage to hold. No, she doesn't manage to hold Keatley at bay. Keatley fights his way through. There's contact further back as Cross has come together with Turnbull. And uh, one other driver in there as well. I think that's Jamie Warner. But out in front, it is Ty from Keatley and a spin as Ingram goes with Smith. And there's a spin from Briley as well. Oh, dear, oh, dear. That's all gone pear-shaped. The 86 has gone around as well. That's Ali Hussein, Archie Heron. And it's because there's rain spots on that far side of the circuit. Drivers are going for some brave moves out there. But it's all starting to come awry. But in the lead, it is Nathan Ty in front of Oakley Keatley. Keatley is running second. Terrific start from Oakley Keatley as he continues to pound around. He's made great progress all the way through this race. What if Oakley Keatley could snatch the win off Nathan Ty? Ella Stevens in third position watching on. Absolutely terrific stuff. And these three, these three are out breaking clear in front of the field. Fourth place is Aidan Hassan. Hassan has got himself into a nice position and Charlie Humphreys has come up to P5. Onto the back. No, make that P4 because Humphreys has got through past Hassan. Terrific stuff. And in sixth place, there is still Max Fraser. So Fraser is in the top six. Gurney in seventh. Then Lockett, Evans, Scott, Sharp, Jeffs, Briley. Let's have a look at it again. This is the incident. Ingram goes around and the drivers are all fighting their way through. And it looked like Briley just trying to dodge the carnage. Got tagged by Ali Hussein under the braking zone. Very easy to do. And a real shame that a couple of drivers got spat out into the scenery there. So behind Lily Jeffs, we've got Dylan Briley in 13th. Uh, then it's Ryan Smith, Ali Hussein, Kylan Ingram, Jamie Warner, Josh Turnbull, Hudson Cross and Archie Heron. But Nathan Ty leads. Stevens is into second. Stevens has got past Keatley. I missed that. My apologies. I was so busy focusing on the replay and then the timing screens. I didn't spot it. So Stevens is back in a second place on Oakley Keatley. Well, this is exciting stuff once again. 
as Oakley Keatley is still there in third position, but Ellis Stevens has made light work of him and is now up to second place once more. Great battles further back as Kylan Ingram is picking off carts like raisins at the moment. This is terrific racing as down the hangar straight comes Nathan Ty. Ellis Stevens and Oakley Keatley in hot pursuit, but Nathan Ty has got a big advantage. It's about a second at this point. So they've got to continue to fight their way forward. Well, it's a bit less than a second now, seven tenths of a second to be precise. Fourth position, Humphreys. Then it's Hassan, Max Fraser, leading novice, Gurney, Lockett, Evans, Scott and Sharp. It was Sharp. Now Dylan Briley's come through and taken the place. And so too has Kylan Ingram and Smith and Ali Hussein. So Sharp is doing his best, but uh, he's still a novice. Let's not forget, he is the youngest in the field, I think. At, uh, just only just turned seven years old. So uh, originally his plan was to test this year, but he just got impatient and said, Dad, I want to do it now. So uh, he is now racing and doing a good job considering. Nathan Ty, still a good seven-tenths of a second ahead of Ellis Stevens off the start. And it's going to be hard for Nathan Ty to lose this lead. But if anybody can catch him, it's Ellis Stevens. Oakley Keatley in third. Fourth is Charlie Humphreys. Then it's Hassan, Fraser, Gurney, Lockett in eighth place. That will be his highest ever finish if he stays there. Then it's going to be Craig Evans. And in the top ten at the moment, it is the 49 of Jamie Scott. Although he is being caught rapidly by Dylan Briley, who's absolutely rampaging around this circuit. A good two seconds faster than a lot of the drivers around him. Briley's going to go for the move. Up into tenth position he goes. That's nicely done. So Dylan Briley gets back into the top ten, chasing down the rookie Craig Evans. Absolutely great racing here in the cadets. Nathan Ty holds the advantage on Ellis Stevens, and it's good enough to be comfortable, but Ellis Stevens is the only one going with him. Oakley Keatley just doesn't quite have the speed to get close to them. But let's not forget, as the rookie champion, to be in the top three is exactly where he needs to be. Ninth in last year's championship, Oakley Keatley, and right up at the sharp end with a year in his pocket of experience. Humphreys in fourth, Hassan is fifth, and in sixth place, that is Max Fraser. Then we've got Gurney, Lockett, Evans, and uh, then we, it should be Briley actually up into tenth place. Although I think Briley has, uh, yes, he has. Briley has made his way up into tenth position. There's a little issue with my uh, timing screen on the live stream. Unfortunately, it's only updated to two laps completed. Uh, quite a lot has changed since then. But we're on lap six, and Nathan Tight running well. And still holding the lead in front of Ella Stevens. And then in third position, that is Oakley Keatley. Charlie Humphrey. Uh, Charlie Humphrey's in fourth position, sorry. Then Aidan Hassan and Max Fraser. Fraser's getting close to Hassan. Will he have a look under breaking for Raymond's? He's too far back from there. But he's definitely getting hungry now, Max Fraser. He wants to break the top five before this race is done. Superb motorsport from the guys and girls here in the cadets. Nathan Ty, eight tenths of a second ahead of Ella Stevens. Now our timing screen has refreshed. So we're on lap seven, and Nathan Ty just keeping one eye over his shoulder, just looking back to see where Stevens is. Stevens is still there. Eight tenths of a second is the gap. I don't see him losing much ground on Ella Stevens this time, though, because the reigning champion, number one, Ella Stevens, is doing a good job, but Nathan Ty has just done a little bit better off the line, got himself clear of Oakley Keatley. And has now got an advantage that's big enough to be comfortable for the moment. But is it enough to get the victory? We'll find out. Nathan Ty leads out of Raymond's. Across the line once more. Ellis Stevens is closing in. The gap comes down a little bit more. But Nathan Ty sets a new fastest lap. 
of the race. A 50.909 is the fastest lap of the race, and it's Nathan Tai who's done it. Obviously getting away when he needed to at the crucial stage of the race when he had to start building up a gap. He made himself a bit of a cushion of about seven to eight tenths of a second. Got good battles elsewhere. Aidan Hassan trying to hang on in front of Max Fraser for fifth position. And down the hangar straight, we've got Hudson Cross hanging on from Alchie Heron. And those two having a good scrap. Oh, and a bit of a slip there for the 100 out of Raymond's for uh, Hudson Cross. He'll get that back, but Jamie Warner goes through as well. The rookies have all got to do their best in a very tough situation. They're doing the best they can. Josh Turnbull is going to get the lap on him by uh, Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens, but how much time Nathan Ty loses behind him is going to be critical because they don't tend to spend a lot of time going through the traffic, these two. Look at Max Fraser swarming around behind Aiden Hassan as he has a go for fifth position through the hook. And he's not quite going to get there. He might get it lined up for certes, though. He's got absolutely no fear, this boy. Kylan Ingram has caught right up to the back of Craig Evans. Dylan Briley's already got past him. Hassan really on the defensive from Max Fraser. Fraser's just getting on with this and having a great tussle. This is magic motorsport from the cadets in Art UK Series. Nathan Ty is through on the back marker. Ella Stevens likewise. And I think she's made a tiny bit of time on uh, Nathan Ty. But again, nothing to write home about as Hudson Cross closes up on Jamie Warner and tries to get the overtaking move in. Still a good run, this, from Ella Stevens to close up as hard as possible on Nathan Ty. Well, she was two-tenths quicker on that lap, so she is gaining some ground. And uh, if she keeps doing that, there's four minutes plus one lap left of this final, so she has got time. And it's definitely not done yet for Ella Stevens. She's closer than, uh, I think, Oakley... Well, she's definitely closer than Nathan Ty would feel comfortable with at this stage. Dylan Briley and Kylan Ingram coming back through the field together, ninth and tenth having worked their magic on Craig Evans. But Evans has still done a fantastic job in his first meeting as a uh, cadet driver in Art UK. Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens tightening up again. Blue flags waving for Warner and Cross. And uh, that's because they've got Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens closing in on them. Now they've got to be careful about how they do this because they could hold up the leaders and that could really cause a problem for Nathan Ty. Blue flags waving. Nathan Ty's got to catch them at the right moment here without losing too much of a position. Nathan Ty's going to go the long way on Hudson Cross and going to go likewise on Warner. And it looks to me as though Ellis Stevens has definitely made up a lot of space on the course of that. Ellis Stevens is getting very close indeed to our race leader, Nathan Ty, through the traffic. She has got a perfect opportunity now to size up Nathan Ty. She's right on the back of him. So in the traffic, that's where Nathan Ty is weak. In comparison to Ella Stevens, Ella Stevens has made up so much time. Out of the Dell they come and onto the hangar straight. The gap between them is very close now. Here they come, halfway down the straight, closing up on another battle. Ella Stevens right underneath Nathan Ty. Oakley Keatley coming through the traffic as well. That's Ali Hussein and Archie Heron battling away for position. Now, if those two continue to scrap away, they could end up causing a real problem for Nathan Ty. With Ella Stevens now breathing down his neck. That lead he had is gone through the traffic. So Ella Stevens still has a chance to pounce on him. This is going to go down to the wire at this rate. Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens still having a great tussle. There's a great battle going on as well between Kylan Ingram, Dylan Briley, and Callum Lockett. And we've had a yellow flag as we've had an off there at uh, the Dell. And it looks to me like that's Ali Hussein. The 85 has had a bit of an off there on the... Uh, Exit of uh, 
Yeah, that's the 86. Ali Hussein is had an off there on the exit of the Dell. He's brought it back onto the circuit again. Here comes the lead battle, though. They're getting on the inside of Chase Sharp. Sharp needs to get out of the way. Goodness me. Nathan Ty and Ellis Stevens just about get through. But with 1 minute 45 plus a lap on the board, that's going to be a bit of a scary one. Oakley Keatley deals with Archie Heron, no problem at all. Charlie Humphreys is caught up to the back of the 100. And that is uh, Hudson Cross, of course. But Aidan Hassan and Max Fraser are still battling away with that fifth position. That could still go either way. Really exciting stuff here from the cadets. And it's going to go down to the wire for the race victory with Nathan Ty still hanging on in front of Ella Stevens. And they've still got traffic in front of them. So they've got to keep the pace here. Ella Stevens has an opportunity to pounce. If she does what she did in the heat, then it's almost certainly done and dusted for her. But she's got to hope that she can break close enough to Nathan Ty. Will she go for the move into the hairpin? No, she's not quite ready yet. But if she gets a good undercut on Nathan Ty, it's going to be Nathan who makes the pressure cooker boil over. 54 seconds to go in the race. Then there will be one lap after that. Oh, this is tight. This could go either way between these two. I think we're on the penultimate lap here. We might get one more lap in, depending on when they cross the line. But Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens, as they have done in the heat, as they have done in the pre-final, battling for the victory. And whoever beats the other can claim that they are the best racer around Landau over the course of three races. It's going to be close. Both of them have the ability to win here. Both of them are as good as each other. Nathan Ty, desperate to get a title out of his 2018 Berylite UK Cadet title campaign. Ella Stevens, desperate to defend it. Down into the hairpin. Ella Stevens wants as many good results as possible in case she has to miss a round or two later. There is going to be an additional lap. So there's two laps to go now. Two to go. And Ella Stevens knows that she's got to push. On the back of Nathan Ty. Ellis Stevens versus Nathan Ty for the victory. Oakley Keatley doing a grand job in third position. Kind of in no man's land. But Nathan Ty starting the defense on Ellis Stevens. They've got four seconds to Oakley Keatley. And I don't think they've got any more slower traffic to hold them up to the finish. Well, they've got one more, actually. And I think the blue flag is going to come out pretty quickly for them down the hangar straight. So that shouldn't cause too much of a problem. Nathan Ty and Ellis Stevens are going to dive straight through at the Dell. And that was 86. Ali Hussein getting right out of the way. Good work from Ali. And now we're down the back straight once again. Up to the hangar straight. Is this going to be a move from Ella Stevens into the hairpin? Oh, it's going to be tight. And they're going to go into the last lap this time by. One more lap to go. And Ella Stevens is swarming around Nathan Ty. Nathan Ty dives for that inside line to defend it. This cadet battle is going right to the wire between these two. Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens. Stevens has a look down towards Surtees. Ty covers the inside line through the double left apex. Stevens now looks to the other side. Ty is there just in time. Brilliant stuff as they come off of McQuirters. Down through Lancaster Curve. Is Ella Stevens going to get the move? No, Nathan Ty is going to move to cover. Through to the right-hander. Up to the Spitfire straight. And still Ella Stevens is breathing down the neck of Nathan Ty as they go into the Dell. This is terrific stuff. Ella Stevens has already had two or three goes of it on this lap. Nathan Ty has been right there to cover. He's now practically flirting with the inside line on the way down the hangar straight. Is Ellis Stevens going to get one up on him? Under braking for the hairpin. It's now or never. They're going to be side by side again. But this time it's Nathan Ty. Nathan Ty's done it. Terrific. Nathan Ty gets the flag for two wins out of three. The reigning champion is defeated. Ella Stevens did her best, but it just wasn't quite enough today. Nathan Ty wins it. Oakley Keatley second.
Uh, sorry, <laughs> Ellis Stevens second. Oakley Keatley is third behind them. Charlie Humphreys fourth from Aidan Hassan and Max Fraser, who makes it three top six finishes out of three as a rookie in the cadets. Absolutely amazing work. Jamie Gurney fights back to seventh place. A terrific fight back from Kylan Ingram and Dylan Briley. Kylan and Dylan are eighth and ninth at the end of it all and tenth place for Callum Lockett. Well, I would stay and hang around, but... Uh, Oh, actually, I think we're already going to get the junior race underway pretty sharpish, so I'm not quite going to have enough time to go and chat with them after. We might be able to get some uh, radio interviews with them a little bit later on anyway. But uh, what a fantastic result for Nathan Ty. And I know that mum and dad are going to be absolutely elated with that one. He works so hard, does Nathan Ty. He works hard and plays hard. He's a lovely chap, lovely little character. And so worthy, so deserving of these victories that he picks up. Last year, there was a bit of a signal that 2018 was going to be his year. His first weekend in the championship here at Landau, he has made sure of that. Absolutely terrific racing from Nathan Ty to be a worthy final winner. He's done a great, great job. Great fight backs from a lot of drivers who were on the back foot coming into this one. First of, first of the rookies home is Max Fraser in the top six for the third time in a row. And really, really good stuff. Ty Stevens, Keatley Humphreys, Hassan Fraser in the top six. And that's a great start to the season. Can the juniors outdo them? Well, I guess we're about to find out because the juniors will have several drivers fighting their way through the field as well. But Callum Gunning has got to be beaten eventually. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jack Villeneuve. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris and you're listening to Downforce Radio. There's one name at the top of the mix here in the junior category of the Art UK series and that name is Callum Gunning. He came into the weekend on the front row, just a whisker behind Joe Sheppey and did an absolutely fantastic job in his earlier two races to stretch out a lead and do an absolutely cracking job. And after that cadet race, a little debrief for Ella Stevens from afar from Alice Powell. Good job, Ella. Next time, two right. Alice Powell looking after her fantastic young protege, Ella Stevens, who's already proven she's a champion by winning the Art UK Series Cadet Championship last year. Uh, she will win again. Do not fear on that score. She's doing several championships this year, so she's going to be a very busy young lady. But uh, what a fantastic performance she's put on today. And out of that final turn in Heat 1, I don't think anybody's going to forget that for a while. Absolutely amazing. Attention turns, of course, to the Junior 100. If you're watching this as a young carter or even as a senior carter and thinking this racing looks fantastic, if you're seven years old or over, you can race in the uh, Birolite UK series. Even if you're 77, you can still race. If you've got the physicality to handle a 125cc race car at senior level, head to BirolitUKSeries.com. I'm genuinely convinced of this. Uh, if I was not commentating, I would be racing in this particular field. I know it'd be very easy for me to say that as a commentator who's uh, paid to talk about a particular championship. But having been to various different paddocks, you know, there's not many national championships that give this kind of quality. For a decent price that a racing driver budget can give you, you have the same equipment as the guy sat next to you, in front of you, and behind you on the grid. Same chassis, same equipment, same tyres, same engines, same carbs, same everything. Uh, nobody has a performance advantage in terms of anybody else. 
The only thing you've got is yourself as a driver and one mechanic who can help you get that car tuned as much as possible. And one mechanic is the limit. There are no teams allowed in the Birolite UK series, so you won't see the uh, massive awnings of a team racing in this particular championship. You'll only have the Birolite UK series uh, awning of that massive size, which is for drivers to have uh, mechanics from the Birolite UK series fold, helping them to get their cart up to speed. The rest of it is down to the drivers. They race, they fight hard, and they do the best job they possibly can. And as a result of that, the racing is majestic. It is absolutely brilliant. If I had a racing budget, and if I was allowed to, well, I say, uh, if I, what I mean by that, of course, is that if racing in motorsport wouldn't cause me a divorce, which it certainly would if I ever were to go motor racing, if that was not the case, then I would race in this championship. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, from a cadet from the age of seven, for a junior from the age of 11, uh, from the seniors for 16 years and over, it is an absolutely terrific paddock to race in. I've never had more fun in a karting paddock than I have in this one. It's great fun. Everybody uh, mucks in with each other. If there's a driver out on the sidelines with a broken or bent cart, you tend to find that there's six or seven people willing to roll up their sleeves, get greasy, and get them back out on the circuit again. You don't tend to find that kind of camaraderie and spirit from the front of the grid to the back in each individual class like you do here. And that's why it's very hard to come across a face in the paddock, certainly at the start of a weekend when racing hasn't happened. Everybody wants to arrive here. They want to turn up. They want to pitch up their tent. And everybody has a lot of fun and games on the Fridays of testing if they do the Friday tests. On the Saturday, we have all sorts of fun and games. I mean, even yesterday is a good example. There was kickabouts in the paddock. We were throwing and catching balls and those uh, whistling missile things that are so much great fun. And uh, we even have simulators and things that are brought down. Ping pong, table tennis, you know, you name it. We do it, and it's great fun. It's a wonderful atmosphere as much as it is great motor racing. It's a very family-based championship, the Burial Art UK Series. And as national championships go, you won't find many that are more amiable than this, and that's what makes it such a great quality paddock to be in. And then, of course, there's the racing on top of it, just to give it that extra buzz. And uh, I have yet to see a dull race in the Burial Art UK Series. I've been commentating on it for YouTube since 2014, and uh, obviously in the paddock itself since the first round of last year at Wilton Mill. And in that whole uh, four or five years or so of working in the Birolite UK series, I have yet to see a dull race. And very few people have seen a dull race in this paddock. And that's why we have all of the equipment to be equal. The colours of the carts is the only thing that is really different because people put their own graphics on based on their own sponsors, which is perfectly allowed and perfectly acceptable. So the colours of the carts are different. Other than that, the chassis, tyres, engines, carbs, sprockets, gears, you name it, everything is absolutely identical and it makes the racing absolutely superb. I'm just watching the cadets pass my position on the commentary box. Well done to all of the cadets, particularly the novices, who put on an absolutely fantastic show today. Four and a half seconds in qualifying covering all of the drivers. You need to be impressed with that. You've all done an absolutely spectacular job. Every single cadet has really, really impressed me today. I mean, usually we get cadets from the front to the back, uh, separated by about 10 to 12 seconds or so in the first race of the season. This time, four and a half seconds. That's it. Absolutely amazing. And so well done to all of the cadets. You've been absolutely incredible all weekend long. You deserve every single treat that your mum and dad is going to give you for being so good. You've done absolutely amazing. Well done. I'd give you more treats if I had them. Terrific stuff. Junior's next. 
And this is going to be an interesting showdown. The leading seed, Harry Graham, has got himself onto the front row of the grid alongside the man everybody's been dazzled by this weekend, Callum Gunning. And just as we prepare for that final race, the sun comes out. We had that little threat of rain, but it's, on, it's only a threat. It's not anything particularly to write home about. It looks as though everybody's going to have a fantastic day at the office to round things up. And with two races to go in the juniors and seniors... We're going to have some great racing. But well done, as I said before, to all of the cadets who are now starting to put their things away and pack up, particularly every single novice. All of the, all of the novices and the rookies today have been absolutely outstanding. And uh, you've taken to this championship like a duck to water. And it's not going to be long before you guys are on the same sort of pace as the leaders. Absolutely terrific. Well done to all of you. So we get ourselves ready for the action in the juniors with a very frenetic field. And obviously there's some news coming in from uh, what happened earlier on in the race. We tried to figure out what it was that kept Morgan Cole from racing. And in that little incident with uh, Sam Cunliffe, uh, it looked as though Morgan Cole got a bent axle in the middle of it all. Thanks for Bod for giving us up to date. He's going to do a Will Martin from the back of the grid. <laughs> a banzai, as he says. Well, uh, that's uh, very, very interesting because Will Martin uh, was always very good at doing that in the juniors. If things had gone wrong uh, in the pre-final or the heap just before it, he was always very good at charging his way through from the back. And he made some absolutely incredible moves. And it's funny because Bod uh, told us that that was what was going on. And then Will Martin himself, who was uh, racing at Brands Hatch in the Janetta Juniors last week, he comes back and says, I'll defo be watching that then, Bod. He'll try and pick up, uh, try and see if Morgan Cole has picked up any tips from his uh, old rival, Will Martin. But the sun is out here at Landau. I wonder how many people are going to make a brief stop off at the seaside before they make the jog journey home because it's uh, certainly now starting to look like beach weather, and it's only a stone's throw away from here. So the drivers are getting themselves dialed in for the junior finale. Callum Gunning, two wins out of two thus far. He's been mightily, mightily impressive. And uh, it has to be said, you know, it, it was not necessarily the first choice on paper for the guy who was going to go out there and do an amazing job. And that's not to take anything away from his talent at all. We know how good a driver he is. But on paper, all of the seeded drivers would probably have been the ones people would have thought about to be at the top. And we've certainly got the likes of Harry Graham, uh, Toby Baldry, Scott Huntley, Nicky Taylor. They're all in that mix. But Callum Gunning has pulled a fast one on all of them so far this weekend for two wins from second on the grid. Joe Sheppy, likewise, has really risen to the plate this weekend and shown everybody, don't you dare write me off. I've got a chance to win this championship too. And they've been absolutely superb right from the get-go. And now that we've got a bone-dry circuit... I think this is going to be a really enticing finale because there's about five or six drivers who will be dialed in, motivated and pumped up in order to go for the victory. Great stuff so far from them. And the Welsh flags, uh, the Union Jacks flying high. Union flags, I should say. My apologies. Union Jacks are at sea. Union flags and the Welsh dragon flying high over the South Wales Karting Centre here at Llandau. It's an absolutely brilliant uh, spectacle for racing. And I have to say, although it wasn't our intention to have this as the first round of the championship, uh, because, of course, we were supposed to race at Wilton Mill five weeks ago before we got snowed under, and it's a fantastic venue to start the Birolite UK Series racing action off in, uh, prog in progression. 
and we've had some cracking races as a result of it, and especially in the juniors. And I can report that uh, we had mentioned earlier that Sam Cunliffe obviously had that topsy-turvy barrel roll in the hook, the first race, uh, the first start of asking for the second race of the day. He is okay, and to prove the point, he is on the grid, uh, getting ready to go racing again. The e-plate is there. The cart is not particularly badly damaged, so he can keep racing, no problem at all. And so can Morgan Cole, because uh, Bod Cole has been uh, sweating buckets trying to get that axle sorted, and it is now ready for him to go racing once again. So it looks as though we're going to have a full capacity field from the juniors. And Alex is going to wave the green flag on the exit of the pit lane. And when he does, we will go racing for the final time today for the juniors in the 100cc class for 11 to 16 years of age. And this is where drivers have knitted the seeds of so many incredible careers. There have been great drivers to come from the junior 100s over the years. And just to mention three names that have gone on to big things. Will Martin of late has gone on to the Janetta Junior Championship. Esme Hawkey did likewise when she was runner-up to Sam Faulkner back in 2015. Ended up in Janetta juniors and then went on to gt racing toby sowry did the same and now he's racing in international and domestic formula three callum gunning and harry graham from the front of the grid from joe sheppy and connor brown on the second row scott huntley and dylan reed are on the third row of the starting grid with nikki taylor and ben gartside lined up on the fourth row of the grid rounding out the top 10 is louis ross and tom harvey so there's great action to come there's going to be so many great races in this particular paddock, the junior category to uh, keep up to date with, who will be watching all the way through. George Whitehouse and Tom Davison lining up on the sixth row of the grid. Both of them will want to charge forward in this one as well. Both of them seem to have really hit a sweet spot in the latter stages of the meeting. Leading rookie from the pre-final, Alicia Palmowski, alongside her rival for this season, no doubt, Lewis Berry. Both of them will want to be the leading rookie throughout. Toby Baldry, Connor Stanton making progress after his uh, disappointing start to the weekend. Vijay Ramlal and Zach Parkinson making progress. And then, of course, we've got the likes of Jack Rigg, Sam Cunliffe and Morgan Cole. So they're going to come out of Raymond's and we're going to get started. There is Morgan Cole in the 74. Watch him do his Will Martin sky dance. Here we go. We're racing. Cracking start from Harry Graham. He's going to try and beat Gunning there, but Gunning is so good into the hook. So Graham is there in second place. Connor Brown trying to come through on Harry Graham. Graham waves him off. What do you think you're doing? Graham holds into second position and Connor Brown slots into third in front of Joe Sheppy. And the field works its way through. But that move, on Connor, on that move from Connor Brown on Harry Graham has given Callum Gunning the break. And now Graham is fighting furiously with his arm to Connor Brown. Don't get past me. Work with me. Let's go catch Callum Gunning. We've let him get away. So let's chase after him. Come on, help me. We need to go get him. So now the battle is joined at the front. Gunning is in the lead. Graham and Brown have got to work together. Joe Sheppey in fourth. Fifth is Dylan Reed. Then it's Huntley, Taylor, Guardside, Ross, Harvey and Davison. Here comes Lewis Berry making some good progress. A great start to the season for Lewis Berry as he cracks up further up the order. This is great stuff. So Lewis Berry's worked on his magic further forward. Then it's Whitehouse, Parkinson, Stanton, Baldry, Parmowski, Cunliffe, Cole, Rigg and Ramlal. So Cunliffe has come up two places. Cole has made up two as well. So it looks like they're going to go through the field together. It's going to be like something out of Driven with Sly Stallone and Kip Pardew. Out of the final turn before Hanger Straight. And down that long stretch. Callum Gunning's got a country age already on the second lap. And it's going to be very hard for them to catch him, but they've got to work together. That's going to be the key here. Will Connor Brown settle for second or third, or will he work with Harry Graham 
to push him further forward so that they can all go for the win. They've got to work together if they want to catch Callum Gunning. But Callum Gunning is already 1.4 seconds up the road. And he's going to want to disappear here. So the battle is joined at second place. Harry Graham just keeps one look over his shoulder at Connor Brown. Sheppy, Reed, Huntley, Taylor, Gartside, Ross, Harvey, Davison, Whitehouse, Berry, Parkinson, Baldry, Stanton, Palmowski, Cunliffe, Cole, Riggan, Ramlau. So as they come down the hangar straight once again, into the hairpin at Raymond's goes our leader, Callum Gunning. Then Graham and Brown. Is Brown going to have a look at Harry Graham? Well, it's a tough circuit, but Connor Brown's going to dive at the inside of Graham and take that second place. So Brown is through. Graham is going to try and get him straight back again. But Brown is not going to let that happen. So Brown is going to try and break the toe of Harry Graham. And he's going to try and go after our race leader, Callum Gunning. Can he get there? It's going to be tough to make up one and a half seconds. But that is the gap they've let Callum Gunning extend to. But look at Connor Brown. He's getting away from Harry Graham down the straight. If he can continue that kind of pace, he can just drop them and see if he can get after Callum Gunning. So Sheppy is there in P4 with Reed in there behind in fifth position. Then Scott Huntley with the McLaren-inspired livery. You can see that there, the red and white in sixth position in cart number six. Then Nicky Taylor in the red and yellow machine. Then it is Ben Gartside from Louis Ross and Tom Harvey. Tom Davison in 11th from Whitehouse, Berry, Parkinson, Baldry, Stanton, Cunliffe, Palmowski, Rig, Cole and Ramlau. All the way down the field. Still, everybody's still circulating around the circuit. Some great battles everywhere around this circuit, as there always is in the junior category. There's an awful lot of great battles to come as well in these next ten and a half minutes or so. Just watching as these drivers come through in formation behind Callum Gunning. Look at the lead he's got. Brown, Graham, Sheppy, Reed, Huntley, Taylor, Gartside, Ross and Harvey. There's a little bit of a gap back from Gartside to Ross, but it's only about two seconds, so it could still end up changing hands. Absolutely terrific battling at the moment. Lots and lots of drivers getting the uh, support from home as they all continue to keep charging. Gunning is now two seconds clear of Connor Brown. Surely that's too big a gap without some assistance from the likes of Graham Reed, Sheppy, Huntley, Taylor, Gartside to get the deficit down. And I think Connor Brown needs to start working with the guys behind him to work further forward. But every time there's a little bit more deficit to make up, it becomes unobtainable. So let's see if this continues to battle on. Connor Brown in front of Harry Graham in third position. Then it's Dylan Reed in P4. Sheppy is down to fifth now. So Dylan Reed has made the move to P4. Dylan Reed having got through. That's a good start to his season as far as he is concerned. So Dylan Reed still running well. But absolutely terrific battling so far. And there's uh, still a lot of magic to come and still a lot of great race action on the horizon for these guys as they continue to charge forward. But there will be an awful lot of great scrapping if they can keep this up and if they suddenly realise that Callum Gunning is not going to be caught out in front, then there will be a few challenges further back. And the problem is, I think, that uh, Harry Graham letting Connor Brown go through and getting that initial challenge through the hook for the first time has enabled Callum Gunning to get away and he's still pushing to the tune of 2.4 seconds now is the gap 
And it's a real problem because Connor Brown just cannot seem to run with him. Harry Graham just set his personal best lap, which was two tenths faster than Connor Brown managed. But the problem is he's still stuck behind him. He can't get through. And this is just allowing Callum Gunning to break away. Down the hangar straight. He doesn't even need to look behind him as Graham has gone into second now. And Brown is going down to fourth as Dylan Reed goes through. Shippy goes through. Oh, Connor Brown gets squeezed out. And Connor Brown goes into the barriers on the side on the run down to the hairpin. And that was a big shunt. And there's going to be a red flag, red flag, red flag. I thought as much. But the red flags have now gone down around the circuit. Connor Brown goes into the tyres and that was a nasty looking accident. Now we did have a camera down there. So we should be able to see that moment again. I think it's just a bit of a nasty moment there for Connor Brown. Of course, before we show the replay, we need to make sure that Connor Brown is okay. The medical team is on the scene very, very quickly indeed. But Connor Brown, once in second place, is now out of uh, contention for the race. He will not continue on. The field has been stopped uh, down by... Where have they been stopped? Just on the exit of McQuirters, actually. So the drivers will get out of their carts and continue on later. It's the second red flag of the day. And again, it's from the juniors. So very interesting. But it just looks like uh, safety checks for uh, Connor Brown after he got squeezed there. Dylan Reed going through... And uh, Joe Sheppey making the same move. And Connor Brown just ran out of road. He ended up on the curb and he just ended up taking out the tyres because he just got a very, very close to it. Very, very tricky racing. There's uh, Harry Graham there just chatting away. Let's have a look at it. Here it is. Uh, look, that's Dylan Reed closing the door and he hadn't quite got the move finished on Connor Brown as he closed the door. So that was a big impact for Connor Brown. Uh, he's all right by the look of it, but uh, that was a very nasty moment and he will have been winded from that, you can see. So, uh, big moment. The drivers are all just discussing it. Nicky Taylor, Joe Sheppey, Dylan Reed, and a couple of the others there just chatting away about it as the uh, medics are on the scene, just making sure that uh, Connor Brown is okay. That was a nasty little knock there for Connor Brown at uh, quite a long speed as well because you're breaking for the hairpin at that point and uh, you could see on the replay that uh, he was jolted out of position so uh, a very nasty little moment there but what this does of course uh, sadly it puts Connor Brown out of the action but what it also does is it will tighten up the gap so this is horrible news for Callum Gunning because the race is going to be restarted with his 2.4 second lead having disappeared so uh, for Callum Gunning, this is a nightmare. For Harry Graham, this is heaven sent because Harry Graham now has a chance to overhaul him on the restart. So they can't give them back the uh, gaps that they had before. What will happen from this point, I gather, is that the race will restart in the positions from the uh, red flag point, which was after seven laps because the race was stopped on lap eight. And, uh, well, Connor Brown's cart is being brought back to the pits. Uh, 99 VJ Ramlal is going to join the rest of the field uh, going round at the back. But, uh, well, a very tough day at the office then for the juniors because we had an incident earlier on for Sam Cunliffe as he rolled over. And then Connor Brown getting pirouetted into the barriers at the final turn. I saw that uh, Connor Brown was moving. They've managed to get him into the medical uh, van for some checks. He does need a little bit more attention. So uh, they'll just do the uh, precautionary checks and the race will continue on without him. But it's a real shame because Connor Brown was definitely in contention for a podium there. 
and was battling away. Graham had just got through into second place and uh, Dylan Reed and Joe Sheppey were going to get through as well until uh, Connor Brown ended up clipping the barriers and going around in a spin. But uh, hopefully... God, who's making all that noise down there? Somebody uh, <laughs> having a real tough battle. But uh, it's going to be an interesting one and a very exciting battle for this uh, junior race to conclude. Now, the officials are just telling all of the junior drivers what is going to happen and what will uh, be the format from here because, obviously, they need to be told. It's very rare that you get red flags in these races, so the drivers are being told, you know, what is the procedure from this point. And, uh, well, obviously, the procedure from this point is that the drivers will continue on in the positions that they were in at the red flag. Now, Callum Gunning... Now, Callum Gunning's driven on and is leading the field around. The other drivers are obviously going to join him up. Now, I guess we're going to have another rolling start, and we're going to have that in the positions they were in at the red flag. Now, for my money, with Connor Brown out of the race... Now, uh, it's a difficult one. So, uh, well, we've got the elite race coming up after this, and we've had a question come through from uh, Ellie Chapman... Uh, via, well, via Ellie Chapman's Facebook, I should say. It's actually Ray who wants to know what's going on. Do you think that George Friday will be able to fix the go-kart? I can tell you that they are working on it. They have been ever since the accident happened, and they've been able to get the cart back into position. I think the answer is yes, because I've not seen George Friday. I've seen George Friday up alongside the uh, uh, pit wall here, and he's not looking too flustered, so I assume that it's going to be reasonably okay. Now, the drivers have uh, started to form up in position around the circuit again. Now, they've come back onto the hangar straight. But we've got Gunning, Graham, Reed, Sheppy, Huntley, Taylor and Gartside. And then the rest of the field well, haven't come around yet. So I wonder if there's a few carts that are actually struggling to uh, get started again, having been at full throttle. They're not designed to do this, let's not forget. They're not designed to do seven hard laps of racing, uh, then switch off, and then go straight away and do them you know, without a second pause for breath. So we could have a couple of drivers here with some mechanical defects as a result of this stoppage. You know, It's not the most natural thing for these carts to do, uh, to do a restart. So it's going to be gunning from Graham, Reed, Sheppy, Huntley, Taylor, Gartside, Ross... Harvey and Davison will be your top 10 off the grid. It will be a rolling start, single file. Uh, then it's going to be George Whitehouse in the 114. Uh, who's going to be the next car to long? I'm just trying to see who's next. That's going to be Lewis Berry. So Lewis Berry in the 80 will be next in uh, 12th position, the leading rookie. Then it's going to be Toby Baldry making up good progress to 13th place. Uh, then who is it going to be after that? So just looking up towards the Dell. Well, that's Alicia Palmowski in front of Jack Rigg trying to get the cart started again. And, uh, you know, once she can do that, we'll get back into position. Well, Zach Parkinson has decided he's not waiting. He's going to get the cart moving, and off he goes. But we've still got the likes of Connor Stanton, Morgan Cole, and Vijay Ramlau to get their carts going. Here's Sam Cunliffe. Now, Cunliffe is in behind Toby Baldry in 14th place on the grid. So Sam Cunliffe looks like he's actually going to have the comeback of a lifetime after rolling in the pre-final. Cunliffe is up to 14th and with decent time to make his way up through the field again. So this is pretty astonishing stuff. You know, there's, there's still a good chance to uh, get things moving from his point of view. So we've got Zach Parkinson, Alicia Parmowski. They're in position. While Zach Parkinson and Alicia Parmowski are looking at each other and they're chatting away. Then we've got Connor Stanton. And then we have uh, 116 Jack Rigg and the 74 of Morgan Cole. 
And then we have VJ Ramlan in the 99. So I think now we've got everybody. So the race surely now can restart as scheduled. We've got, uh, if I do my math, I think we should have 20 of them out there. Yes, we have 20 of them. There should be 21, of course, but for the incident with Connor Brown, uh, his weekend is now sadly over. He's had medical checks. Uh, I'm not sure where he is at the moment. He might still be there just having a, a few... Uh, uh, a couple of uh, final safety checks. And then obviously when he is done, we might be able to get a word from him if he's okay. The cart is back in the holding area uh, so after the pits. So uh, hopefully we'll get the race underway fairly shortly. There's a lot of people watching from the side of the road as uh, Nathan Ty's cart is brought back in after a successful day at the office as their uh, pint-sized uh, powerhouse has got two wins out of three this weekend. And crucially, the pre-final and final, the two biggest point-scoring races of the weekend. So Nathan Ty will leave here as the championship leader in the cadets, and he'll be very happy about that too. Now, we're just waiting for the procedure to be carried out for the Birolart Juniors, because a fresh restart is one thing, but uh, starting the race again with seven laps having been completed and not a full time left on the clock... That's a very different thing. So uh, that's going to be difficult uh, from their point of view. So uh, they think they're firing up the engines now. So uh, we'll see how the drivers go. Here they come around the starting grid once again. I think they're going to do a rolling lap and then they'll go racing because obviously they've got to get the carts up to speed. So they just had to be informed about that. So they're going to do a rolling lap in single file, I think it is. They're going to cut through the chicane because obviously they don't want to run out of fuel. So they're going to cut through wherever they can. Uh, logistically, they'll cut through wherever they can. And then uh, we will get the race underway. But it's going to be Callum Gunning's lead of 2.4 seconds completely destroyed. And Harry Graham will get a chance to chase after him. So the driver's just forming up in position. 